Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Chewing It. This is Kevin Heffernan. On behalf of Steve Lemmy, thanks for joining us. Another great guest this week, Jonah Ray. Comedian, writer, co-host, co-creator of a new show on Comedy Central, The Meltdown, which airs on Wednesday nights, 1230. That's tonight. Wednesday night, 1230. And basically, Jonah started this comedy show, this live comedy show, in L.A., called The Meltdown, in the back of this comic book store. And it blew up into the hottest comedy room in L.A. And uh, everyone's performed there. Everyone wants to perform there. Uh, and so Comedy Central made a show out of it. And you also know him probably from the Nerdist podcast. And so uh, Jonah came and sat down. We shot the shit about uh, live comedy, putting together a comedy show, making a show co- for Comedy Central, all kinds of stuff. And uh, had a lot of laugh, too. So I think you're going to like it. Um, but before we get to it, uh, a couple quick plugs. Got some shows coming up this weekend, actually. This weekend, we will be in the Southern California area. We're going to be at the Brea Improv in Brea, California. And we will be there August 29th, 30th, and 31st. That's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday of Labor Day weekend. Uh, so come on out. Come see a show. Have some beers, have some laughs. Uh, you can go to www.heffernandlemmy.com. All the ticket info will be there. Uh, and come on out for Labor Day weekend. It'll be fun. Uh, a couple weekends later, we're going to be going north of the border. We'll be in Winnipeg for the first time. I don't think I've ever been to Winnipeg before. We'll be at Rumors Comedy Club. That's September 11th, 12th, and 13th. Uh, you can also get that information on heffernandlemmy.com. So check that out. Or follow us on Twitter. I'm at heffernandrules. Lemmy's at Steve Lemmy. And, um, hey, if you're going to shop at Amazon, go to the Chewing It website, find the banner ad for Amazon, click through it, and then go do your shopping. Because uh, if you do it that way, then some proceeds uh, come back to the show, help keep it on the air. Um, no extra charge to you, just a little, uh, little something to keep the show going. So anyway, if you're shopping on Amazon, do it that way. Um, all right, that's all the business. Jonah Ray, everybody. Great shooting the shit with him. Uh, great talk about stand-up comedy. And um, don't forget to check out his show. It's The Meltdown with Jonah and Kumail. It's uh, Wednesday nights, 1230. Uh, very cool show. I think you'll like it. Um, all right, everybody. Enjoy the chew. Now entering Nerdist.com. I've done a gazillion podcasts in this room. I've done a bunch. How many, though? Uh, how many have 300, I done? 300, do you think, in this room? In this room? Yeah, no, this it's got to be like 200 or something like that. Okay. Only Not even 200? That. Not even that. We haven't done that many. This is we like you know because Nerdist for a while was just kind of wherever we could find the spot uh, to go, and then we were all working at. Um, you hear that crinkle crack? Yeah, we were able to get a little crackle. Yes. Nice Jack. Maybe a ten though. 
Is that bad? This is all stuff that would never happen on the Nerdist. I know. Jesus Bullshit. Christ. It doesn't matter. This is stuff I edit out, man. Yeah. This is, this this is, is what, what I edit. You guys don't edit, out, edit over there, do we you? We don't edit unless uh, something upsetting to Chris happens. Okay, then they yank it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If okay. I make like a, a funnier joke than him that happens then to be maybe offensive or racist, that's when that gets taken out. <laughs> oh, we keep that stuff in. Oh, cool. Yeah, that, yeah that's the only stuff you keep in. Anything that's the not offensive. crackly headphones. That's yeah, the yeah. That we take. Yeah. No, the racism, because, and we talk about it all the time, or I talk about it all the time. This is probably the most racist podcast podcast there is because yeah. of Heffernan. What? Because That's Heffernan ridiculous. is such a racist. That's yeah, ridiculous. nothing like I a few really white guys hanging out talking about racism. We yeah. just had a dark fella in with us. <laughs> His name is Jay Chandrasekhar. Yeah, you guys are, pu- yeah, I'm pulling off the same thing you guys are able to. It's like, it's. I can be, re- my best friend, my co-worker is, <laughs> that's <laughs> is right. a dark guy. Kumail. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, you know. That's that's the that's the ticket, by the way. Mm-hmm. The Indian guys. Get yeah. the Indian. Because you're kind of well, cheating. Kamel's Pakistani. It's the closest I can get. Indians okay. are kind of, you guys drove up the market in Indian guys. And so. Sure. Uh, yeah. Ours is a little bigger, too. Yeah. 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 Our guys are a little bigger. <laughs> Did we start the Indian trend? Uh, we were certainly the first ones in town we to have an Indian. pretty early in that, in that trend. I mean, we've talked about with Jay where now they're just, there are more Indian guys out there yeah, in the was, world. But we had the first one. We had the first one. <laughs> okay. And then Harold and Kumar. Right. They popped up. They made it like, right. they brought it And bigger. then Jonah went and got Kamel. Yeah. 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 And the, well, Aziz slipped in. Between. Yeah, Aziz was in there too. That's true. Yeah, but again, those are all Indian guys. Mine's Pakistan. That's like mine's different. a hipster version of an Indian guy. Sure. Right. It's like, oh, you're still doing Indian guys? Yeah, yeah. I got Pakistan. I got the new one. Yeah. yeah, and he's shorter, and you're taller. <laughs> yeah, that's the dynamic. That's the only dynamic we have, really. Yeah, is that like I'm taller and wide, and he's that's, shorter. You know? Yeah, well, that's the dynamic we have. Like, yeah, I, I'm taller and wider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we should get a Pakistani. You know, and, they say Lemmy's more Hispanic. They <laughs> say with the Pakistanis, once you go Paki, you never go backy. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> but then we still don't know what backy means. <laughs> I know. Well, it translates into. Um, what would that translate into? Once, yeah. pack, once we figure out, once you get get Webster's on the on the horn, yeah, and then we'll try and make that get that into the new thing. They're adding words left and right these days. Backy it's can true. be into it. They really are adding words. It's kind of like uh, I like it. I'm torn. Yeah. I like the fact that they're doing, it, but it's like uh, you know when something like YOLO comes into the dictionary, I don't like that. That was the thing that um, uh, when they were talking about the uh, Dick Van Dyke show, yeah, uh, like he didn't want any current slang in the uh, in the scripts or any of the dialogue. Why, so it could be timeless? He thought, yeah, he thought it would date it. Okay. Interesting. That's yeah. kind of smart, but we you, we do that too when we write shit, like it's like, oh, that joke is too specific to right now. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's And we'll it's take tough. the shit, take it out. When I was working at the soup, um, you know, I was like, you have to, it has to be very timely. It has, it has to be, to be it has to be that. Yeah, and uh, it was kind of weird when I compiled a bunch of jokes and sketches that I wrote there to try and see if I could submit to another show. I realized like none of the stuff made sense right? because yeah. it was all to a reference point of a time right. that everybody forgot. Well, this is MySpace joke in here. Yeah, it's yeah, fucking exactly. fucking MySpace joke and in you here. And you can't update those sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's just the way it is. Like if you go back and watch Purple Rain... I mean, it's fucking '80s, but that's one of the new. That's one of the new layers of enjoyment you can get out of Purple Rain. It's like seeing how '80s everybody is. That's true. That's why I think like the movies, like uh, like Wedding Singer, where they like really drive home how '80s yeah. it is it's intentionally. Like, it's in, yeah, but I also like the '80s did that themselves. So it's right. like it's kind of right. Yeah. yeah, there's even like I remember there was a line in a in a Hulk Hogan movie where like it's this guy he bumps this guy and then he's like he's like he's like what are you going to do rip my head off what are you going to do B- beat me to the you know, he's like he's like no it's the 90s i'm going to sue you right. like uh, <laughs> that's my friend Sean O'Connor's favorite thing to do is like guys it's the 90s we should get over it uh let's introduce our guest <laughs> okay let's do it should we do it yeah. well let's chew first we we this have this thing's called chewing it mm-hmm. and we like to chew at the top of their of our episodes with our guests so that's uh 
You're just trying to do the most irritating podcast yeah. thing, right? Yeah, yeah. We've gotten complaints about it. We got complaints. People for like, hate that. Yeah, for yeah. the first like 20 episodes, and then now it's fuck. Now they love it. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. But, but we actually chew a lot less than we did originally in the early uh, podcasts. We would chew, and then five minutes in, we chew any good joke. We chew any like awkward <laughs> silence. We chew. We fr- we actually we chew once. Now we chew. Yeah, well, twice. Once at the top, once at the bottom. Yeah. Every now and then we'll sneak in a chew. But people want here to guest chew. Yeah. So solo. Come on, let's go. Solo chew. We slowed it down. What do you got in there? What's in there? Jawbreaker. He's got a jawbreaker. <laughs> you can't do it. So you're sucking. Teeth are gonna fucking fall out. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. This, the podcast is not called sucking it. It's called yeah, chewing it. Sorry, sorry. Ow, oh, I thought I was like sucking it. Yeah. I thought I was coming to do sucking it. Yeah. We that's should a different do. One. We should do a spinoff of this called sucking it. That would be pretty good. Yeah. That's where we just where we just come and flatter our guests. Nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna do with him. Yeah, you are so fucking funny, Jonah. Oh my God, Jonah, we're gonna <laughs> suck. We're gonna <laughs> suck it right now. God damn it, Jonah, you are so fucking funny. I just had to do a, a VO thing where uh, I had to be this guy just constantly sipping at like a sippy bottle. Okay, and it was the it was just <laughs> by the end of it, my vocal cords were ruined because you just. Go, <laughs> Like ton, like all day, right. all day. It seems that. like they could get like a sound effect. I, you figure they just get the right. one, right? You know, right. like no, it has to be like it's like it's like Vin Diesel saying, "I am Groot" in very different ways. <laughs> sure. right. You need to have it. It just has to be in that moment. Sure. It's Vin Diesel. Come on, they yeah. want to hear the smile in your slurp. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. not a happy slurp. Let me have yeah. a happy. This will put a smile in your slurp. <laughs> yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, comic writer, co-host, co-creator of the Meltdown, podcaster, podcaster. Jonah Ray. Hey. So if you say, though, if you say comedian and um, if you say that, isn't that just an, uh, shouldn't you just be able to assume that the podcaster is already. I don't know. The, it it yeah. seems like they are mixed together. These yeah. days. That's what it is. That's what we, yeah. yeah. We were the last ones to come on board. I think, well, there are probably some people, but Todd Glass told us to do it. So that's why we did it. You always have to do what Todd Glass does. Yeah. Todd Glass tells you to do something. He's tough. He's like, so yeah. what if every comic has a podcast? Do it. Yeah. Like, well, it's just, right, you know, the idea fine. is, is that to, to where people go, it's like, there's too many podcasts out there. It's like, that's like saying, oh, I don't want to be a comic. There's too many comics out there. That's exactly what he said to us. Yeah. That idea. It's like, if, you, if you're going to have fun doing it, just do it. Yeah. And it's nice. It's, I, I think it's good for young comics, too, because, you know, the more you just kind of talk and have to make jokes, well, you know, you kind of get to know yourself better in mm-hmm. the way you yeah. make jokes. The more the you're on mic. And, yeah. You know, and, and for us, the great thing was like, uh, what we found is you end up working with a lot of people and then you lose touch with the people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you get this opportunity, a reason to call them up and say, hey, come on, sit down. We'll talk about uh, old times. Yeah. You shoot the shit. Yeah. And you end up connecting with people that you haven't seen in a long time. Do you know time. what I That's think? Idea. I, I think that um, we should have Katie record us saying some of our common things. Like right. that's one that you say like every other podcast. Sure, but you I believe it. No, I know, I, I, I'm, and I, I love it about. It. That's why I love I'm it. I'm not saying you don't. Okay. What <laughs> I'm saying is, you could save your breath. We can just say, Katie, hit the thing. She hit number four, Katie. Yeah. Katie. Hit number four. And then you do it, and yeah. then she hits right. number five, and right. it's me saying, "Did you know that Kevin is a lawyer <laughs> in two states? <laughs> <laughs> because Kevin is a lawyer. He passed the bar in New York and Connecticut. This is it's right. like the most boring uh, soundboard. Yeah, it's just like dro- yeah. make those okay. sound drops. Let's do six. Okay, boom. Okay. Yeah. We're going to plug some dates. Here are the Amazon sponsors. Are sure. Two in it. But you do two podcasts. You have two podcasts. I have two podcasts. Uh, right? I'm I mean, on. that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. A yeah, guy I mean, who's my, got two podcasts. My, my friend Matt Myra, who I'm on The Nerdist with, uh, he has, was he at four now? Yeah. He has a lot. And are they topical? Is that the is that why? Or? No, one of them is uh, him is him and Matt Gorley talk about James Bond. Okay, James Bonding. Okay, and so like, it is. So it's specifically oh, a James like Bond. Podcast. Yeah, James Bonding. That's yeah, great. James Bonding That's great. with Matt and Matt, and then he does. Uh, 
uh, he does uh, a fee, but that's him and Scott Mosier, which their idea was yeah. like, it's like the two sidekicks from other podcasts <laughs> having their own. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, and then he does, uh, well, I guess we did a live one-off one called, uh, uh, we did like a live show, uh, v- very much like what you guys did. Yeah. I'm for your, the special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but it was, uh, it was uh, we'd called it My Ray and the Highway. Which oh, was like I like it. Right. God, I love, I love yes. a good pun, man. Yeah, big fan of puns. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ha- I think happiness is a warm pun. Is that sound drop? Because I've said that probably <laughs> too many times. Hit number eight. Right. Yeah. Happiness that makes you, is a warm pun. As Pete Holmes says, that makes you a pun dumpster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's but a, your other that, that man is filthy. He is. He's yeah. a dirty motherfucker. Who's taller? You or him? Uh, you guys are both fucking tall guys. Yeah, I don't know who's taller. I don't know. It depends on myself. What are you, 6'6", 6'5"? 6'4", I think. You've got to be bigger than 6'4". It really depends on, like, because okay. like, there's certain days, right? My friend okay. just today was like, he said, do you hit your head in that doorway? I was like, only when I feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> when you, you stand a little bit taller. Or yeah, just back. a little bit. I was just like, last night, I was like trying to figure out, like, you know, because if I, if I hunch over, it doesn't look like... Uh, it doesn't look like I have as big tits as I do, uh, but like my belly shows more. But if I stand up straight, my tits look bigger, but my belly's gone. So it's, it's like a, <laughs> all day I'm just kind of... It's a catch-22. It really it is. It really is a catch-22. Who, who could win in a fight between you and Pete Holmes? Uh, I'd imagine Pete. I'd imagine he fights dirty. Really? He, he, he fights to win. Well, he also has the religious thing. But he's but, got a religious yeah, background. He's I feel like maybe God. you're not as uh, righteous as he well, was. Well, no, no, I'm not. No. <laughs> is, that, is that accurate? Yeah. No, I, I, I went to Catholic school. I grew so up in Catholic I. school. Yeah, but so uh, did I. What's that? There's a good uh, uh, Jimmy Dore joke. It's, uh, you know, I went to Catholic school for 12 years, and people go, Jimmy, why, why aren't you Catholic? And he's like, well, it's because I went to Catholic school for 12 years. <laughs> right. That's uh, true. Yeah, yeah. You are not a practicing Catholic. No. Neither am I. No. Neither am I. Yeah. And you were, you uh, well, you didn't go to Catholic school, but you were raised Catholic. No, I went to Jewish school. Uh, yeah, you did. I, went, you I went, went to school in New York City. I was one of the only non-Jews in my school. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But at a Jewish school? N- uh, just New York City school. And, oh. And uh, it just happened that everybody there was Jewish in my school. It was a private school. Wow. And uh, I guess uh, the Jews go private. There was one kid in my, uh, like, the, like one Jewish kid I knew growing up was on my baseball team, and I was obsessed with making him my friend, because I was so into <laughs> comedy, and I was like... All like Jewish people are funny, right? And it's like if I'll have an end to comedy if I know this kid, right? Yeah. And then he, his dad got trans. His dad was in the military, so he moved away. He moved on. I had the same thing. I had the same thing. I had really? one Jewish kid, and we wanted to be friends with him because he was he had he was gonna have a bar mitzvah. Oh. And that's you know like a, a good a party, you know. You, it's you a good party. Shirley Temples and whatever. Yeah, else yeah. it's and, a good party, but the joke's actually on you. What he's trying to do is make more friends so he can get more gifts. And that's what it is. And then you have to sit there and and sit through the ceremony, which is really long. I know, and not but in see, English. you're not experienced because right. when you went to to Dalton, like right. I did, right. You had it was it was like the wedding summer when all your friends get married every weekend. Oh, yeah. bar mitzvah <laughs> year. It, literally, it was every every weekend, weekend. and you learned. To just sneak in right at the end, okay, and then just oh, go straight perfect. to the party. But then you give a gift. Uh, yeah, it depends. Sometimes, sometimes, maybe they didn't need it. The gift of my presence. There you go. <laughs> Here I am. There Wait, I want to. I want to know though, because um, do you um, like? Do you like? Did you end up learning any of the stuff they sang? Um, okay, I'm going to answer this question for you, and mm-hmm. I'm going to remind you that, that this is my podcast. Not yours. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay, so I asked the question. Uh, sorry, sorry, yes. Squelch my desire for knowledge. Yeah, please. I asked the question. Because Joan yeah. wants to learn. Thanks, Dad. You can't okay. shit yeah. on learning, bro. Uh, yeah, like I can do like Baruch Anoy and all that. Yeah. I mean, actually, that's all I can do. That's Baruch it, yeah. Anoy, and that's... So you learned, yeah. you learned, but it w- kind of in one ear out the other. Yeah, well, that's like the last line of the bar mitzvah. So right, I, yeah, I yeah. learned the, la- the end part. <laughs> and then... That's like seeing like the end of your friend's set. It's like I really love that one. Yeah. Bit. Oh, that's your closure. Yeah, yeah. Your closure is yeah, awesome. What dude. a great closure! Your closure is awesome. I will say this. So 
the, the school I went to was a private school in New York City. My mom was a, a, a teacher there, so I had a scholarship. Perfect. Very uh, affluent school. I'm not sure you can call it a scholarship when your mom works there. I think a scholarship <laughs> is something somebody achieves, not That's just right. poured into it. That's sure. right. Okay. okay, so I went there. <laughs> it was a free, gift to you. But, but the, it slowly and slowly but surely it got whittled away so that by the end I was paying full freight. Oh, what? no. That's to, bullshit. To go there. And your mom's like, you're going to PS149. No, no. It was my dad who wanted that. <laughs> okay. My dad would be like, eh, let's bring him to public school. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom, who is uh, an educator, she, was, right. she appreciated the value of what sure. I was getting there. So she said, sure. we're paying for this right. thing. And then you fell out. And then I felt, but I did come back. I'm sorry, you kicked out. But I actually withdrew before I could get kicked right, out. I mean. If I were to ask a question now, it yeah. would probably be, "Why did you get kicked out?" Right. But we, I'm not here. No, to no, ask no we, we did an episode on it. But uh, yeah. no, I can answer. I can. Uh, answer. The, the short story is that he plagiarized a paper. Excuse me. Is uh, did he ask you the question? Did he ask you the question? I just, I'm just kind of getting around your long-winded. Uh... Katie, hit number ten. Hit number ten on the uh, on the plagiarized yeah. story. So what happened was, I actually bought a term paper out of the back of National Lampoon magazine. Oh wow! I bought a cat. It was a catalog out of the back of National Lampoon magazine that had. Then you could order term papers from it, and so I, I bought a term paper. It arrived the night before it was due. I spent. I spent. Did an all nighter doing a fake rough draft, a fake outline, fake note cards. I oh, even retyped yeah. the final draft to make it come off my typewriter. Yeah. And uh, they bust. It turned out the whole thing was plagiarized. So they busted me for plagiarism. The paper that you bought had already been plagiarized. It, ha- it was a pla- I purchased a plagiarized document. <laughs> How dare they? I know. Well, that was the thing. Sons of, is there no quality control? That was the that was the the uh, the paradox I was in is when they were like, "You plagiarize this thing." I I had to stick to my guns and say, "No, I didn't." It felt worse to me to say, "Actually, I bought it, motherfucker." Yeah. <laughs> but so they were going to kick me out. So I, I withdrew. Wow. From the school, went to boarding school in Colorado for two years, and then came back uh, for my senior year. That's crazy. That just to you just didn't go to the public school. You had to go to boarding school for two years. Well, because what had to maintain his uh, college eligibility, right? Oh. I mean, you're... well, truthfully, what it was was that the headmaster of the school. It was late in the year. It was May. Yeah. And the headmaster of Dalton, where I went. Uh, the headmaster of Dalton. <laughs> yeah, but he was my homeroom advisor. Okay, like, that was the year he took a a, a house, and uh, like Gryffindor. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But we were more like Slytherin. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, we were actually Gryffindor because it was he was the headmaster. We were in the, I was the golden, uh, okay. the golden house. But he said I'm on the board of trustees at this boarding school in Colorado. You should withdraw from Dalton because you're going to get kicked out probably, and uh, I can get you right in. I'll just get you in. Oh, so it's. Uh... It's resigning before getting impeached. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Which is why he says he never failed out or got kicked out. He yeah. says he resigned. Yeah, but then I, but but the deal I struck up was I said, can I come back to Dalton if I don't like it? He said yes, and so I spent two years there, and then you know he showed up for a board meeting, and I said I want to come back. He's like, okay, you're going to have to get a, a B plus average at this school. Done. And so I did. You've I, probably seen the after-school special. It was the, yeah. you know, the Steve Lemmy after-school special. <laughs> remember, I was in a bubble. Yeah, Dalton yeah. Diaries. I remember. I remember <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, okay. But my point was, the kids there were very wealthy at Dalton, and so the bar mitzvahs were fucking amazing. Right. And so, like, like um, my friend, they probably all try to outdo each other. And well, it's okay. like going to kids' birthday parties in L.A. You take your kids to a birthday party. Yeah. Somebody's got a two pony, bouncy houses. Somebody's got a four llama. Clowns. Then someone's got an elephant. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like literally, we went to a birthday party where they had elephants. Bullshit. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yes. Really? Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, this th- I remember. Rock on the roof. Okay. Andrew Shapiro and Kim Glickman had a joint <laughs> bar mitzvah. Rock Shapiro on the roof. Glickman joint. Yeah. yeah it was nice collabo. 
Oh, it was a collab. <laughs> it was, uh, I think the address is 45 East 89th Street. It was yeah. a skyscraper building right, yeah. a couple blocks away from my school. They had a rooftop pool and everything, so they had rock on the roof. It was going to be the after party for the bar mitzvah. <laughs> and, and the band that they had playing was uh, uh, the Siren Live by Gillette. What's his name? Oh, Penn. No, no. Uh, G.E. Smith? G.E. Smith. Smith. Wow. There you go. He was also in go. the cramps. Well, and they yeah. were the rhythm section for Hall and Oates. Yeah. Right. Like right. The dude with the, the bald dude with the beard. And yeah. The, yeah. G. the, the, the guy that looked like uh, he was Amish. Yeah, 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 yeah. that guy. Yeah. 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 They were awesome. They wow. were fucking rocking. How rock. much do you think they paid for them? Holy fuck. A lot of fucking Shit money. Load, right? yeah. But this is before they were on SNL. Sure. And it was really... They we, were buying Hall Notes rhythm section at that point is what they were doing. I don't, yeah, exactly. Okay. They okay. were probably trying to get Hall Notes but couldn't afford that. <laughs> right. Right. And they like, Just Hall. What about Oats? Yeah. yeah. Just get Oats. Oats will do it. Yeah. yeah. We get Oats will <laughs> do section. anything. Yeah. yeah. And the rhythm section. I finally watched Oats and Garfunkel. Oh, they're great. I like that. Oh, show. Garfunkel Notes? Garfunkel Notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a great show. Yeah. It's, it's a, great. And they were on your show. They were on our show. We my should show. say that's a good segue. There it is. Okay. I mean, me and Kumail were on their show on their show. We're on right. an episode of their show. But um I want to talk about that. I want to talk about your show. You want to talk about the meltdown? I want to talk about the meltdown. Because uh, I've, I've been watching a bunch of it. It's great. Thank you. I'm also kind of fascinated by the whole thing and I have a lot of questions mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. But um uh, uh so it's the the show's on, on Comedy Central now, it's like ten no, 12.30 on Wednesdays? A Wednesday night, so technically, th- technically Thursday, Thursday morning. morning. Yeah, not okay. too confusing at all. Okay, and yeah. it's on. And, and you, how many episodes did you shoot? Uh, we shot eight episodes. And uh, where are you in the run? Uh, we did th- three episodes. We were okay. dark this week, because okay. all Comedy Central's were dark this week. Okay. And they didn't want to try and you know bone us that way, which is very nice of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then we start again uh, next week for the next uh, five weeks. Okay. All right. Yeah. And, so, uh, and so, just background-wise. Sure. You started this show here, it, where we are right now. We're at the Meltdown, which is a comic book store on Sunset. Yes, yeah, a great comic book store. And uh, and you started doing the show, and it, and and ultimately became so successful. The Comedy Central made a stand up show out of it. But I, I, just to, I, just to interject yeah. into what you're saying, mm-hmm. so for people who don't know, the Meltdown now and for a a, a good while now is actually the hottest uh, stand up spot in Los Angeles. So that's what, that's yeah. what I want to ask about. It's so. like. There are so many comics, and we've met comics, and you know comics, and we've had them on the show, or whatever, and and uh, they've attempted this in the sense of like, I want to have a room, I want to have my own room, I want to have a room where I program, and it doesn't work out for them. Yeah. But yours has been wildly successful. Well, I I don't know. I think it's because you know when I first started doing comedy out here, it's right when Scott Ackerman and BJ Porter started the M Bar Room, mm-hmm. which okay. was. Uh, you know, in 2002, LA's comedy landscape was pretty desolate. You yeah. know, there wasn't too, there was a you know Largo was on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and then there was like uh, you know what was that Irish place? Uh, like some like oh kinda... yeah yeah uh, what's his name was talking Jay Larson was talking about it. It was uh, du- uh, Dublin's Dublin's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Dublin's was like the other room. And then other than that, it was just uh, you know like a scattered amount of halfway decent open mics. And, and, you know, was, I... and that was Jay Thomas and uh... Ahmed Ahmed. I think. Yeah, but that's like, you know, like that's, you know, the room that like Dane Cook ended up becoming like, right, real yeah, popular because right. it became the hot room and that was the guy that was killing there. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, when they started the M Bar show, um, it was like, you know, kind of this like, oh, wow, it's, uh, you know, all these kind of Mr. Show guys. And, you know, they saw me, yeah. at, they saw me at an open mic, the Bruco open mic. It's, and this is what I always really loved about. They're like, they said, hey, you should come and hang out. We're starting a show. You should come and hang out at it. Right, yeah. right. Because that was what was really big if you talk to a lot of guys. And, you know, Todd Glass will say this too. It's, a, it's like you could go and hang out at the show and you didn't have to really watch or be on the show. Or, right. You know, so 
you just can hang out in the fraternity sorority yeah. comics that yeah. are hanging around. And that like that show became the show. That mm-hmm. became the buzz. Where the what where show. what where? At, uh, Fountain and Vine. Okay. In got the, it. the strip mall. It was just this place called the Ambar, a real shitty Oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Red velvet restaurant that yeah. this guy Joe bought and you know, just happened to know, you know, BJ Porter and it was just one of those things and it was just it was a pretty decent room. Yeah. You know, but like it just got bigger and better and you know, it was like every week it was, you know, Louis C. K. and you know, Sarah Silverman and Paul Tompkins and Todd Glass. It was just, uh, and then it was also during the time when like this new group of kids were coming up. Uh, so that was BJ Novak, Morgan Murphy, Dan Mintz. Uh, like uh, I was kind of, I was younger than those guys. Yeah. But like, yeah, we were all there. And so that's kind of seeing how they did it. Uh-huh. And then also seeing like when they took it to uh, the UCB theater. Right. And how it kind of altered the way the show was, and it wasn't. No one went to go hang out anymore at it. Yeah. Okay. And so, but you're saying like yeah. it's it was a one night a week, yeah, comedy show, and comics would come and do their sets, and there's all these comics would be hanging out. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. That, it was like yeah. the show, and they tried to make that into a TV show. They tried yeah. to make it into a sketch show, and like, uh-huh. you know, it eventually all kind of became comedy bang bang. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah right. Uh, and how, and that's when they moved it to UCB. Like, why well, they, did they move it to UCB? Because UCB, uh, it... so Besser was like a big part of like, and they were you yeah. know working with Besser a bunch and. Um, Besser was opening up the UCB theater out here, yep. and it was kind of like a, a solid favor to like. It's like, hey, we'll take the best comedy show, the show town, and, and then move we'll, it over there. Yeah, got it. Okay, and that was you know that was like the one show that sold out. Uh, even before like ASCAT starts selling out, because yeah. no one in LA knew ASCAT. Yeah, um, right. And so yeah, so they kind of moved it over there. And but then at that that point, it's just a it's a theater show. Yeah, and sure, the lineups are great, right. and um, but it isn't a clubby kind of. Yeah, uh, it's like you know, it's like yeah. the people don't want to go and hang out there. And there's uh, a lot of that magic was gone. Also, it was a uh, it was another thing they stopped um, announcing who's going to be on the show, which I thought was a detriment to younger comics or mm-hmm. lesser known comics, because uh, those kids in the that those shows were just like, you know, here comes the host. All right, he's going to say it, Pat Patton. Like you know, just right. and then they say the name, and they're like, you see people go, mm. right. I was hoping it was going to be someone else, right, right. And so I, um, there's all these things that I kind of picked up from sure. seeing that show and how well it was, how you know well it was done, and yeah, all what, the things I didn't like about it. Yeah. And I decide like you know that would be how I would do my show. It's like the right. lineups were always there. Um, you know, you have to be consistent. You have to. Uh, have it fun. You have to have a place for people to hang out because then you get more drop-ins. You're talking um, about like a green room kind of Green room, thing. yeah, yeah. You, you see it in your show. That's the good thing about the yeah, show. You, yeah, exactly. You, you have those moments. And, and so yeah. and so then, so you learn those lessons by being involved in that other thing and then this became available available to you somehow? Or what was well, you the, know, um, there was, a, there was a, like a monthly show here I was doing for a long time. Yeah. Here uh, at the Meltdown? Yeah, here at the Meltdown. Okay. Uh, there was, it was called Comedy Meltdown, and I was like, the permanent host. Yeah. And it was just a monthly show, and it was uh, free, and there was, you know, it was sponsored by Asahi, so there's always like free beers. Free Japanese beer. Yeah. yeah. And there's actually some old posters, like, you know, the, yeah, yeah. the motorcycle one over there, <laughs> Comedy Meltdown 15. Oh, yeah. Um, but how how did you end up? How did it end up be a comedy show in a comic book store? Like how did so that a, happen? There was a backspace, and then there yeah. was these guys that started doing this stuff called Comics on Comics. Yeah. And what it was, what year yeah. is this? This is probably two thousand six. Okay. Uh, or five. I can't remember. It, uh, they all blur yeah. together. Um. So yeah, and like you know, I like I was asked to do the show, and then I took over the show. And then um, I just started doing it on my own monthly, and I wanted to do it weekly, but I was, you know, writing on shows, so yeah. like the energy to do a weekly show was not there. It was like it was like even the uh, the week before the monthly show, would be like, yeah, I gotta, 
You know, I got to yeah. book the thing and make the flyer and tell people and get the <laughs> yeah. beer and uh, you know. Sure. Yeah. And it was great though because it was like a it was like a monthly event because we would have it on a Friday night, so it was like a party. Yeah. Sure. It was that it was a little bit of that stuff I really enjoyed and missed from the M bar because a bunch of people would come up. Uh, just to like do the show and hang yeah. out and get drunk and we all hang out afterwards yeah. and play music. It was we it was had the great. same thing in New York. Like I guess that the interesting thing about us was how it was kind of self contained in the sense. What I always love about and, and I think your TV show kind of captures it now is that the fraternity sorority of comics who come together and hang out. We had a very kind of insular. There was like ten of us, yeah, and we all graduated together, and we started doing shows in New York City, and we would, you know, put up the show, and like you yeah. said, it'd be a, we'd have fun, and we get go and get fucked up afterwards, and it's that right. same kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know, I wanted to take it, uh, and I, I took a little bit of a break, like I went through a breakup, and I was just like, I don't want to do stand up ever again. I'm just going to write on this dumb show, yeah, and yeah. Just, and, like get, <laughs> get health insurance, and you know, buy a car. Uh, and then you know, then I started getting sad, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. I should probably get back into performing." Yeah. Let and, me do something funny. Yeah, yeah. And so I, uh, and you know, so I started like really seriously doing it monthly, trying to figure out how to do it weekly. And, and is Kumail involved at this point? No, no. no this this is, like Kumail okay. and Emily had just moved to town. Okay. Uh, and and so like, and we, me and my wife, our girlfriend at the time, uh, we were all like hanging out and getting dinner, and you know, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Is she oh, a stand-up? We, your wife?" Uh, no, no, she's in animation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so. Basically, it was one of those things. They were like, "Hey, we got to go. We're gonna go check out this place, Saint Nick's, to see because yeah. we want to okay. start." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like, used to, we used to drink at Saint Nick's. We love Saint yeah, Nick's. Yeah. Yeah. Saint Nick's, great place for drinking. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 good burger though. Good burger. Yeah, sorry. The food is yeah. also pretty yeah. good. Bad hummus. Don't get right. hummus at a bar. Why would? You? Uh, and what year why. was that though? That we drank there, like maybe ninety nine. That was uh, that was pre Super Troopers yeah. for sure. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's like you know there was a, they were like oh we're gonna go play Saint Nick's and check out because there's a venue upstairs. I was like no that venue sucks. Yeah. Okay, it's a, you know it's a long skinny right. uh, room, but like the uh, you know the stage is on the long side. So, okay, like it's a real bad place for comedy. Yeah, and uh, they're like oh well yeah we just been trying to figure out how to do a weekly show you know because there's not too many out here. And there was still yeah at this time this is uh, 2008. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's not too many shows in L.A. that yeah. are like really good. And so I was like, you know, I've been wanting to take my show weekly. Why don't we just do that? Yeah. And like, uh, I had a show that Friday by chance here you know? at this here, spot. At this okay. spot. Yeah. And so uh, I don't think Camille was able to make it, but like Emily was able to. She's like, this is great. Let's yeah. do it. So then, like two weeks later, we we moved the show to Wednesday and just started it. And I told everybody at the monthly show, I was like, hey. We're we're moving to Wednesdays and we're going to be every week and everyone's like cool and then that entire crowd kept on showing. Oh, up that's fantastic! Okay, yeah. So that was you know that was really nice because all of a sudden it's like it's a new show to a lot of people because Kumail was kind of like you know just moved to town and he yeah. was getting a lot of attention and so all of a sudden like but we had this um, it's kind of like the idea of uh, you know when a band breaks big and you're like and there was like but they had all these fans that were there to yeah. help them break yep. big yeah. yeah. You know, or like there was a whole scene in place that, like, you know, a whole indie scene that was there in place for Nirvana to like kind of rest sure, on top yeah. of sure. to become Nirvana. Yeah. Well, when you say like the crowd came to Wednesday nights, I mean, were you, were they sellouts every time? Uh, uh they, we we were close. Yeah. We were close, like uh, to selling out. Uh, it's like for the you know right off the bat. And who's in the stable of uh, comics at that point? Like people we know, or yeah, uh... I mean like uh, you know Pete Holmes, yeah. Jim Hamilton, Chelsea Peretti, uh-huh. um, you know. Uh, because that was the that was the interesting thing was the you know they knew New York and Chicago people so you know there was like T.J. Miller yeah uh, and those guys but I knew L.A. people and yeah. so I was using you know trying to get you know, L.A. and so that was I think kind of the cool combination of people coming together yeah uh, was the different sensibilities of booking but you know Emily just kind of took it over and and just nailed it with the booking and like you know and, yeah. and another thing that I uh, really try to do with the show or we try to do with the show is that. 
there was a thing that happened with Comedy Bang Bang, Comedy Death Ray or whatever. Um, they, you know, st- they they weren't as good as like helping out younger comics. So okay. there, were, uh, the scene started, the younger scene that was coming up started to resent the show. Yeah. And you can't have that. I mean, yeah. but that's bound to happen. That's just the way it works. You know, the yeah. young guys don't like the old guys. Right, right. <laughs> but, but if you, but like, you know, you know, uh, like if you're a record label, you have to put out newer bands and younger bands. Yeah. So your record label just becomes an archival, yeah. you yeah. know, place. So, you know, that was a big part of like, it's like we have to keep our eye on new kids. And how did you up. do that? You took, you, you went and saw yeah, people like, like open it, mics and stuff? Like not that? open mics, but like I would, like when I would do shows and there was some kid I didn't know, I would yeah. make it a point to watch. And then, sure. you know, if I liked him, get his information or get her information. Like, you know, Paige Weldon is like a girl that like we really like right now. And she's, you know, just kind of starting to get out of the open mic scene. But, you know, but we want to, you know, we want, every time she has a new, like, you know, eight minutes, we want her to come back and do it. Alex yeah. Hooper is like another young guy who's like coming out of the open mic zone. Like, we want to give him this spot. And so people here, like, have an opportunity to, like, you know, see these people develop and get better. Yeah. And, you know, and become fans of them. Yeah. yeah this is really I mean, important. The, the cool thing was, like, because I remember it was a couple of years in Channel Saker, I was like, have you guys gone to the, the Meltdown thing? And we're like, no, I don't even know what that is, you know? And yeah. He told, because we're the dumb old guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And then he kind of told us that, you know, and at that point, I think it was already a big deal. But like, when when did it become this thing that you knew that it was going to work? I mean, I, when don't, did... I don't know because it was working. It was f- working right fine bat. as yeah. a show. It was just you know yeah. the, sh- the show itself was a success, and that's all. I mean, it became know. a point where all every comic wanted to come here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I not mean, talking about like just some people you talk. I'm talking about like you know we talk about this Robin Rob Williams, Williams yeah. and you know no, Gaffigan was... and whoever it is you know, coming here. You know? yeah. yeah, there was a night. This is a this is a great story. Uh, like Adam Caton Holland, who's an awesome comic from Denver, and he's part of the Grolix comedy team out there uh, with Andrew Overdahl and uh, Ben Roy. But like, um, you know, he was getting ready to go on, and then all of a sudden, Daniel Tosh shows up, and yeah. Daniel's like, "Hey, Adam, like, I I was just stopping by. Do you mind if I just get up right now?" And you know Daniel Tosh? Or do yeah, you... we know him just sure. from around. You yeah. know, it's yeah. uh, there's always that kind of just like, "Hi, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah." yeah. Um, and then we're like, "Yeah, sure," and we go, "Adam, hey, sorry." Daniel is here and he wants to go up real quick and then he's like ah shit alright that's fine because yeah. Daniel's <laughs> a really really good comic yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, so Daniel's on and then uh, Louis C.K. shows up and <laughs> then like he's like hey do you mind if I just get up right just next so I can take off yeah and we're like yeah, hey Adam. Uh, so after Daniel, it's going to be Louis C.K. Then it's going to be you. He's like, oh god damn it, this yeah. sucks. And what do you? But what do you say? What can you? Do well, you, yeah, I'm you like, can a, say, can you say no to Louis C.K.? No, or, you can't. Yeah, you right, can't. There's right. like that's another thing. It's like it's like yeah. you know, there's certain guys you're just like it's sure. Like, but like, also you're in a situation. Isn't yeah. there? I feel like if that was happening to me, I might also be like. I'm actually pretty psyched to see Louis C.K. and, and watch these <laughs> yeah. guys go up. No, definitely. And then while Louis C.K. was up, Drew Carey shows up, <laughs> and like we're like, and then like he walks, Drew Carey walks in, and then like we look over at Adam, and he just goes, "Fuck this." <laughs> and then Drew Carey goes up, and then Adam goes up and destroys. Sure, yeah, you know, and they open for him. Yeah. They open for him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I mean that that was a thing. It's like that was a big part of doing it. Uh, on a Wednesday uh, and doing it weekly. If it's a weekly show, people know that it's there and they can rely on it and know that they can drop in. Yeah. Also, if it's a Wednesday, there's less of a chance of comics being on the road. Yeah, uh, right. Because yeah. they're going yeah. country. Yeah. So. Did you expand? Uh, I mean, you have more things now than just Wednesday now, right? Or, well, that, so that's or is that not your so gig? That's not necessarily me. That was um, so I. Uh, that was always kind of my dream was to yeah. like take over this backspace. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, this could be an office. I was like, I always love the idea of having an office. Sure. Uh, yeah. And then like, you know, but once again, I didn't have the wherewithal to, you know, run a theater. I was just like, you know, I was writing on a show and I didn't, didn't have the time. Yeah. 
And so, um, you know, I was telling Hardwick, uh, Chris Hardwick, I was saying like, it's like, you know, it'd be so cool if someone like took over the backspace. And he's like, oh yeah, it's kind of a neat idea. And then we went and Kevin Smith at the at the time had his little podcast. Yeah, the yeah. podcast. Yeah. 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 And so, like, uh, and then, like, Chris saw that, and then, like, Chris was like, he's like, he's like, you know what? I should, I have the money to do yeah, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And so he, you know, I get a call from Gaston, uh, the owner of Meltdown Comics, and yeah. he's like, he's like, hey, your boy wants to take over the back. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, my dream? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. So that's kind of interesting. So then Nerdist came in. So Nerdist came in yeah. afterwards. And uh, are they involved somehow in the Meltdown, too, or no? No, no, okay. no, because the show was already pre-existing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, there was, uh, we were already just... You know, doing the show and the show was already a hit. Like it was yeah. already, it was kind of quick how fast because there weren't too many shows in LA. There was a, an appetite for Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so it got written up really, really early on. But when you say, okay, so when you say quick and early on, like what's the time frame? Is it like a year? Is it six no, months? No, within like a few months, like uh, LA Weekly did a piece on us. And then uh, within like six months, um, you know, we got named like best comedy show. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and that was like, you know, we didn't really know what the show was. Yeah, we didn't know what it was going to be. It's like, was I going to host one week and Kumel host the other week? Uh, was I going to, you know, host one half and then Kumel host the other half? And then, like, I think it was just Emily's call to kind of squelch any kind of, uh, you know, uh, ego. Was yeah. just like, just do it together. You guys are friends. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, perf- and I, you know, never really intended to be uh, in a comedy duo. Yeah. But right. uh, um, me either, honey. Yeah, right. Me either, honey. <laughs> Twenty years later. Yeah, but like that, this, you know, but because of podcasting, at the same time, there was there there was a, an awareness for people to like be okay with two guys riffing on stage for yeah. a bit, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, and so is like. Do you figure out a topic you're going to talk about, or you just walk on stage and then just start talking? We always have a topic we want to talk about, yeah. uh, and sometimes we don't get to it because sometimes just you know goofing off and like playing off of each other and you know kind of bouncing around ends up being the time we have. Uh, but then there's other times of just like it's like okay, well, today we're going to talk about you know like the worst place you ever lived, and then I'll you know I'll meander through a weird place I lived, and then Kumel will have a set of bit for it that kills, and then uh, <laughs> and then we ask the audience, and then we riff with them and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's that's what ended up kind of transpiring to be like a regular thing that people would expect and then that became like the basis of the start of the structure of the TV show. Which is kind of cool because uh, uh, we've run into you know we've been going out doing stand up for the last couple years and and we'll do two man stuff on stage together and people are like oh you never really see the two man thing and it used to be a staple. It It used to be a staple of comedy. Most comedy was two guys. And then and but now it's you don't see it anymore but you guys I mean the funny you guys that's what you do now. You guys do this two man thing. And Key and Peele like you know when they go do college stuff they go up together yeah, and, you know, riff together, which I heard they might be getting rid of for the next, the last season, or the like, the next season that they don't go together. Like they're not going to do the, the in studio stuff anymore. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. I remember when we, when our show premiered, someone says, "I would say you guys are the white Key and Peele, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Pakistani, yeah, yeah. White <laughs> Damn it. But I think it's a. Uh, I mean, we have a great time doing two man stuff, and it's a. I love it. So much fun playing off p- each other, and yeah. we've kind of gotten to the situation where we talked about earlier, but where we have personas, you know, and I'm yep. um, the you know the big fat asshole, and you're the little shit. Uh, That's not my persona. And... That's, I'm reacting to you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm reacting to you. But it's actually a lot of fu- a lot of fun to play off. It's kind of a hybrid of of uh, you know. Well, we used to do sketch and yeah, stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. It's kind of a hybrid. And you of can that kind of and thing. you find like bits and sketches and. And then a, a fun part of that, like if you don't really have a set thing, 
you know, there's times where, you know, when a bit presents itself, one person might be the straight man in that situation. The other person's playing the, yeah, you know, yeah. the goof. And then, yeah. like, you, you riff into another kind of sketch, you know, uh, loose term. And then, yeah. then all of a sudden the roles are reversed. And all of a sudden yeah. you had to be like, what are you talking about? You know? <laughs> right, right. And that, I think that's fun. And I think people are aware enough and smart enough that it's okay. Yeah, it's well, a lot of fun. Yeah. It's also like, you know, and Katie can hit button number nine now. But, like, what, you know, one thing we've talked about, it, like, I always feel that the irony of stand-up comedy is that a lot of people are you, – you work for, you know, eight months, nine months trying to get your 45 minutes or your hour and then once you're there you've got a set of jokes that you know kill and that's not the fun part of stand-up comedy the fun part of stand-up comedy is the new stuff and finding and yeah finding and and bombing yeah you know like that's that's a pretty powerful moment but like the two-man stuff is actually the thing that is another layer of what makes it fun as shit to me is that like that's the variety we walk on stage and that that interplay at the beginning there's a fucking wacko in the crowd whatever it is whoever you're talking to that's in the moment yeah, and the other it's, guy's gonna yeah. say something you don't expect sometimes. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. I love like I love it when like I make Kumail like I catch Kumail off guard with a joke, right? You yeah. know, or like or like I love like laughing at you know, him, and he rarely will laugh at me. He'll roll his eyes most of the time. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the packy thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but like it's like, but he makes me crack up. There's there was so many um, you know, when you're editing a thing, I'm like I'm sure when you guys like edited your special, it's um. You kind of like realize some of the things you do, and you kind of get sick of it. Yeah, and there was oh a thing God. like oh God. Uh, I say I say certain words all the time. Oh, yeah. I hate it! Yeah, I hate it. Terrible. And uh, the uh, one of the things like there was a couple, you know, episodes where it was just like every time Kumail would say something, and it would cut to me going. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would cut to something else, and I'm always just like, "Is this called like uh, like uh, it's like my funny friend?" Yeah, just like it's yeah. like like it's like, and I always look like I'm full of so much like uh, care and love for him. Like, oh, you're so good. My funny Greek chorus. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, well, that's what Kevin is our. You don't even know if it's a genuine laugh or not, but Kevin is our our good laugh guy. Yeah, especially like even when we're pitching ideas, like movies or script or TV scripts or something in the like room that. in the studio. Room? Yeah, like I'll talk, and he has a great fake laugh. Oh, no. why do you think it's fake? Maybe you're just well, fucking that's, funny. Can we, can but I'm saying that. Can you do it? Do yeah. it. Do it. <laughs> no, no, it's better than that. You okay. know the one I'm talking right. about. I don't know. I do. I, do. I know. Mm-hmm. Can I, yeah, yeah. Like no. a chuckle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, or like See, it sounds <laughs> fake. It all sounds fucking. So, fake. No, no, yeah. here, I'll, I'll set them up there for real. So, okay. like, uh, it's funny because uh, I've been taking. Uh, I got some. My short term memory's fucked up. So I've been taking. Uh, I got some ginkgo biloba to help me with my with my memory. The problem is I've been forgetting to take it. <laughs> <laughs> See? That's really good. He's forgetting to take it. It's hysterical. It's a good fake laugh. It's hysterical. But I'm not uh, one of those guys. You can't count on me for that fake laugh. Like, yeah, but I'm that guy uh, in the Broken Lizard pitch meetings, too. Like, you're in sitting in, like, a room at Warner Brothers or Paramount. I am the guy who laughs. Yeah. yeah. I'm the laugh the guy. The only I, uh, yeah. When I wrote on uh, Human Giant, um, yeah. I was like, I was always so amazed by Aziz when he would be pitching a sketch to the, the, the room. He couldn't get through it sometimes. He'd be laughing so hard. he found it so funny himself. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, like, I went up to Tom Giannis, and I was like... Why is Z like he was like the only one laughing? And then he, uh, Tom was like, I used to do that at SNL all the time. If you're yeah. not, if you're not laughing at it, yeah. you, you got to sell that anyone shit, else. You got to yeah. sell that shit. He's like, you can kind of convince people that it's funny because you like can't get it out. Yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh, yeah, I guess it is pretty funny. Wow, he thinks it's funny. It no, must but be funny. you know what though? Yeah. It's true. It's like in within Broken Lizard when we're writing scripts, when I have a joke that I'm pitching, and I and I fucking love it, and I'm enjoying it as I present it. Yeah. 
it usually will go through because it's just a contagious thing. Whereas, like, if I'm if I'm like, well, there's this one about the ginkgo biloba. <laughs> I'll just throw it out here and we'll right. see how it goes. Right. If you don't love it, who's gonna love it? Who's gonna love it? Yeah, but, it's almost it's like if you don't love yourself, then who's know. gonna love you? Exactly. Uh, the other thing I want to ask about the uh, this room, you, the the, hey, the, the thing, uh, the <laughs> reputation that the yeah, room yeah. has, which is amazing, and and I've talked to people who've done it, but. The reputation of the room is that the audiences are awesome. Yeah, yeah. And like, I guess my question is because we've we've traveled around, and you get all kinds of audiences, and there's assholes, and there's not assholes, and people are sleeping, people don't care, whatever it is. How do you end up having like like what do you think it is that makes the audience so great here? Good question, Kev. Good That's question. Right? That's a good yeah. question. Thank you. I'm That's I, a good. Uh, much like you know what we were just talking about, I believe in that question. I I, I, I want to know the what answer. What did I just say? It's a good yeah. question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're out of time. So uh, thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> All right. Tune in next week. Um, you know, I don't know. It's a, That's the reputation, though. You know. Yeah. That, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we were just talking about it downstairs yeah. uh, with your Indian friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> no need. I know the guy. No, good. He's sure. your friend. He's my sure. friend. Sure. Sure. Um, That's the way it goes, though. You yeah. know, like if they saw you. And Kevin and Jay sitting next to each other. Yeah, they would say, you know, it's the fuck, it's the Indian guy, and then he he's with the fat guy, and, and then the tall the, guy, the, yeah, the yeah. tall guy. Yeah, you know yeah. those guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then if I was there, what would they say? The short Hispanic guy. That's me. Okay, <laughs> continue, okay. please. Um, so uh, yeah, as far as the audiences, I mean, when we first started, the majority of the audience, you know, they weren't really comedy nerds. Yeah. Uh, what I noticed it was a lot of people from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is like a lot of people that live in these apartments that don't have a parking spot right. that want something to do that they can walk to. That's yeah. real cheap. Okay. Um, oh, that's interesting. Okay. Foot traffic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, and I think just with the the amount of just like. You know, we, me and Kumail, like, with the interaction with the crowd, I think they feel that they're a part of the show, and they kind of know their place at a show as an audience member, right. and they want people to do well. But didn't that change at some point into the comedy nerd, or does it... I think, yeah, I think now, yeah, it's like there's now the comedy nerd has, you know... In a good way, we made that infection. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we're all grunge now. You That's, know? Right. It's, uh, That's right. But uh, I think it's mainly just um, they feel the energy of the show and also they can hear themselves laughing more because of the the way the room is yeah. the ceiling uh-huh. is low and you feel the need to laugh more because you, you you can be seen and you can hear it better and it doesn't yeah. just float off into the sky but also it just seems like uh, the reputation is that they're gracious too though that they they're are not, you know and I, they're not prepared to jump on you or shit on you they want to see what you got but they're you know? also good where they don't let you get away with anything you yeah. know it's not it's like it's a really easy room as far as you know in comedy when you say easy room it's like you know they you can you can kind of like get them good sure yeah but it's a wedding toast room yeah 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 Yeah. exactly we like those those are my favorite kinds (laughs) oh man i uh i this is my real to digress really quick um it was at my uh my sister's uh or sorry my my girlfriend my now wife is like her sister's wedding yeah yeah. and this guy was trying to give a speech and just bombing and no one was into it was he was he making jokes or was he trying to make jokes he was kind of meandering trying to tell a story then realized he would have to get to a story that was really incriminating of the okay like you know his friend (laughs) hadn't thought it through yeah and like uh and then like made a couple jokes and there's just like you someone's like ugh and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Maybe we should get the uh, comedian here because everyone knew I was a comic. Yeah, like, Maybe yeah. we should get the comedian here to do a speech. Uh, and then yeah, I just fuck went, "Fuck you, buddy!" I went off the clock, and then they <laughs> fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah. It was one of my most proud moments as right. a comic because yeah. right. it was so fast, and it know? also made you look good to your wife's family. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, like, oh, wow, yeah, he he's is funny. He is funny. And then he probably at man. that moment you were like, "Fuck, I should get up here and do like ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then just bomb. Yeah. But yeah, the audience. 
performances are just they're great and they and they uh, they know they're appreciated and they but they won't let you get away with it everything yeah. which is the, what makes them an even better audience than just laughing at anything yeah and like i once asked the audience i was like hey i noticed you cheer a little bit more when you, you know someone new or someone you don't know uh comes on stage why is that and uh like you know a couple people were just like well they're on the show so they're going to be good, right? So we get excited because it's a person we don't know that's on the, that we're now going to like. Yeah, benefit of the doubt. Yeah, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and so they, they they get like you know that was like one of the best things. And yeah, that, that was something that I thought was like an opposite. Yeah, it's like a little like it's like and I, I just so so badly don't want it to get cynical. Sure, I want them to just enjoy the show for what it is as yeah. opposed to what they think they deserve. There's a lot of stuff that you you know even with the show, it's like some people are like, why is it jump around? It doesn't you don't see enough of the set or the this or that. And it's uh, it's like a lot of people projecting on what they think a show is supposed to be like, yeah. as opposed to just letting the show teach them. Like let let the art show you how to like, sure. enjoy it. Sure. Yeah. Do you, you find putting out there? How long has the has the meltdown show been going now? Is it like seven uh, years? This October will be uh, four years. Oh, four years. Okay. Yeah. Is it uh, still a lot of the same faces in the in the audience? Yeah, they come every week, and you know it's uh, it's starting to be weird. It's starting like you know like Ed Salzar, uh, who helps out with the show as part of the show. He you know will ask like, hey, who's been here before? And then people clap and like, and the the ratio is getting a bit different. It's like a lot of new people every week. Sure. And what we're worried about is like uh, you know um, the regulars that have been supporting the show for so long not being able to get into Getting the show. Out. Yeah. So we're kind of starting to do like a like a underground VIP like, uh, wristband. Not a VIP wristband, <laughs> but like it's like um, if someone messes up and doesn't get tickets in time, like yeah. they know they can like you know they know the things to do. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, okay. But like it's because we know them. We yeah, know yeah. their names. We know. Like, well, we know their the struggles. Regulars. Like, yeah. P- people that have started dating while going to our show sure. are now married. Like you know, that's yeah. amazing. Uh, it's it's really neat. You know. And do you go to those weddings? God no. <laughs> yeah. God. He did a speech. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, where yeah. he did it. No, off, yeah. the off the clock. Yeah. Off the clock. Yeah. No, but that's that's kind of a, I mean a great thing because it's like you know in terms of these rooms come hang out. I mean the audience is a part of it to the point of. I mean, they're right next to you. They're interacting with you, and they've been here with you all along, and so they get to hang out with you afterwards. Yeah, yeah. You, you get know, new material from them, though. Can't, can't run out the same jokes. That's, yeah, they, no, there's guys that come out, and they're like, it's, it's, I see so many of the same faces. I have all the same jokes. Yeah, you know, yeah. they get so scared. And, you know, there was um, the way I, I like it like this because, I mean, I grew up going to punk shows, and, you know, the thing I liked about punk music and indie music was that there was no separation. It was like guys like you doing that and yeah. it wasn't this thing that you couldn't attain it wasn't this thing that you couldn't get close yeah. uh, it was just other human beings doing that you know doing that music or like so that's what i like about the show is that it's like the closest i've been able to bring my old you know kind of punk and indie world yeah to comedy. that's what i love too because because comedy i mean it certainly has gone through a stretch and i think your show is helping bring it back but like those those big swooping crane shot uh specials yeah. on, on the big stages and the thing and you're not connected and you know, when we started doing it, what we loved is the kind of the more gritty drinking beers with yeah. the crowd and da-da-da. And, and when we were searching for places to shoot specials, it was like, let's do – I want to capture that. It was like, let's go to the Punchline. Or we just yeah, did another one great. that uh, – we did one at Comedy Works in Denver. Oh, no, I love that place. Which is great. Yeah. And it's like you're you're down in the crowd and the crowd's on top of you. and But now it's just so much – that's what's great about your show is that yeah. you're, you feel like you're back in that club but, well, world. Yeah, we wanted to make it the show indicative of what it's been like for you know all of us in comedy the past 10, 15 years. Yeah. It's like it's, it hasn't been in theaters. It, it's been like in like yeah. the backspace of a bar or you know or like the corner of a coffee shop. Yeah, it's, a little uh, more wrong. But that's also yeah. the, to me. I mean, and you know, I, I think a lot of people do feel this way. But like, I, my favorite part of the show 
Like, I love the set. I love the comedians. I love the set that they're doing. I love it when something goes wrong, or I love the interaction with the audience, because that yeah. that's for us. Yeah. That's, that's, like, that's our show's joke right there. Yeah, exactly. And if the comedian's good at it and can interact and manufacture laughs in those moments, that to me is... That's what I remember from the show. Yeah, yeah. An, like yeah, I'm, I'm editing, like working on the new. We just shot this special in Denver a month ago, and that's and I'm editing right now, and that, those are the great moments. Yeah. It's like the moments where, oh shit, you had an interaction with that guy. Cameron got around and got a good shot of that guy. Now I can cut it together yeah, when you yeah. got the guy, you know. And those are the great moments, as opposed yeah. to yeah. just the material that I. Well, it's like you know we were watching, you know you watch the specials to see okay what what you want to look like. We there's one theater special where a, a comedian. You could you heard the audio. You heard somebody yell from the crowd, kind of, and he said something, and there was kind of a laugh, and that was it. Yeah, it was, yeah. And it was from it was you know he's far above everybody on the stage, and it's like oh, okay, okay, but that it doesn't. It didn't have that moment. Yeah. Well, there's so yeah. much energy in in the club shows. Yeah. 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 Definitely. It's a uh, you know the one when we were pitching the show, there was like a couple things we would say. They're like, we want to show it how it shows actually look for people who are there, and because I've never once gone to a comedy show and hovered above the crowd from from one side of the room sure. to the other, and, yeah. and then turned yeah. around to see what a stranger was laughing at. Sure. Right. Right. You know, right. Those right. are like the things that you would always see, and you, yeah. you you thought that's the way they're supposed to be. Sure. Yeah. It's you know that's that's what's so weird is that we came. To this realization, like it was like, well, that's what a comedy special looks like. Yeah, it's like, why? Why does it have to? Yeah, yeah. Although we have found out though that the meltdown is haunted, and I <laughs> suspect that the friendly ghost here probably has a few swooping cranes. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it to the Latina to bring up the deceased. I know. Yeah. 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 Another thing about the dead. the book of life. There we go. <laughs> uh, uh, so that must have been a dream, though, to be able to pitch that, create this show, and then have it. As a show on, on Comedy Central, it's or ridiculous. I mean, it's right? ridiculous. Like, I mean, that's yeah. the that's I'm sure what you know, aspiring to get something like that on the air. Yeah, was, I mean, but know? it wasn't like that, the the neat part about it was is like we didn't start the show to yeah, try yeah. and get a TV show. It was sure. just something that happened, because, and it was so you know, good and popular and successful that that's where you had to go. With yeah, it, so it's a, it's a real testament to just do the thing that you want to do and yeah. do it how you want to do it, and you know. If the show never happened, we'd still be doing the live show. Yeah. yeah. If, if the show goes away, I mean, we'll we'll still be doing the live show. Is there a concern? You know, we're talking about the M bar thing mm-hmm. and the change of of what it is. Did you guys have a conversation about like, you know, is it possible that it becomes too popular because of the Comedy Central show, and maybe that it can damage the reputation of the live show or? Well, we're hoping. Yeah, I mean, we, I'm not we, suggesting that's what's going to happen. No, just, we you know we wondered like. If something will happen or like what the change is going to be. Yeah. So far, it seems pretty, you know, standard. If anything, people, you know, if first timers having seen it on TV understand the show when they get here, as yeah. opposed, you know, I think. And most um, people in LA know of the show anyway. Yeah. It's not yeah. like, I mean, I guess if people come out of town, they would go, they would go see come the out show. Come out of town. Come out of town. Yeah. Like, like, like from New York. Yeah. Like from New York. Yeah, they're yeah. from New York or uh, <laughs> Nebraska. Or, no. <laughs> Some real good Nebraska deep dish pizza. Yeah. 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 You got a great Nebraska accent. Nebraska. Mm. Uh, well, so, so what? So what happened though? Did you go pitch the show, or did someone approach you and say you got to uh, put that show on? A Mike TV? Rosenstein, who works at Ben Stiller's company, Red Hour, uh, he was coming to the show every week, and he would bring Lance Bangs, who the guy who ended up directing it. Yeah, who like I was always like really fascinated by this guy. Lance yeah, yeah, Banks. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, who is he? I don't know who he is. He's like a he's directed a bunch of these, uh, a bunch of comedy specials. Yeah, but now, like right? he started off like he you know was like a guy in the indie scene, and he just happens to be this kind of indie rock zealot. 
uh, where he just happens to be where scenes are blowing up. Like he was, he grew up in Athens, and then all... a musician. Okay, Athens. Yeah, too. but like he was a musician, but he was like kind of a videographer guy. Yeah. So like he, you know, he, like he kind of was coming up in Athens, right when there was like Neutral Milk Hotel and all this Elephant Six stuff, like start like when this like you know boom happened there, and then he was like. Uh, I think I'm gonna move. Uh, like uh, I'm gonna move to Portland. Then like like you know Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Okay. <laughs> uh, but then like you know he he has like you know certain bands just kind of the same way as uh, what's the guy that did uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High and uh, Almost Famous Cameron uh, Crow. Cameron Crow. Just the way he just like happened to be around during yeah. like you know oh he saw oh, the Led first Zeppelin. Pearl Jam yeah, yeah. practice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. know it's um it's very similar thing. Where well, he just, did because oh, he did Thune. Did he do Nick Thune's? Uh, he did Nick Thune's. Yeah, uh, he did a uh, Rob Delaney's. Uh, yeah. He's he's done a bunch of people's, but like but he also did a documentary on the band Pavement and a documentary on the band Slint, and because right. he's just been around them right, right. from the get go. And like you know he did a he filmed a, a concert in Seattle for like one of uh like the last Seattle shows of Nirvana. Like he's just this, and he also was a videographer on uh the you know the Big Brother. Videos, like, uh, like and the Jackass and the Jackass movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like the guy they try to make throw up all the time in the in Jackass. Okay, it's like you know, oh see, yeah, 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 yeah. Like he has a bad gag reflex. Yeah, and then once he starts to gag, that's when you see Bam Margera go <laughs> like because like once he hears that, he, yeah, yeah, right. Um, but he's just this guy, and he's incredible. And he he knows how to just kind of. He looks so he's a weird looking guy. He looks like a Muppet, you know, uh-huh. like an indie Muppet, and he just. But has this ability to just kind of be in the room and get and capture stuff without people really paying attention to him. Yeah. But also like egging people on to talk or do yeah. something. And it's, it's and so really... did he came to you. So he like he him was, or he was coming you? to the show too oh, with okay. Mike Rosenstein. Yeah. Uh, from Red Hour, and uh, and Mike was like, hey, we should make this into a TV show. We're like, ah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Everyone, people have tried that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And I think the the difference is you know because when they tried to do that with a uh, comedy Death Ray, which would become yeah. Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Like there was no singular. The only thing was it was a good show. There was no singular voice to it. Mm-hmm. There was a different host every week, mm-hmm. just like most showcasey shows around town. Well, that's changing now. Now it's like most shows have the same host, um, which is neat. But uh, like you know, the whole thing is like you know, the, oh, it's just a stand-up show at that point. And then where yeah. does it have to be? If the place, then it has no identity. Then it's just comics, and that could be anything. Yeah. Um. Th- you know, the one thing like he convinced us, he's all no. It's like it's oh, it's always you two guys, and it's always at the store, and it's always it's like it has an identity yeah. outside of just having comics on every week. Yeah. And so with that, we're like, oh yeah, that could work. And then uh, you know, we kind of did a little sizzle reel, sizz. Yeah. Made a little sizz reel. Sizz reel. Uh, sizz reel. Make that bacon. Yeah. Um, and then and did uh, you go pitch the town, or did you go yeah, specifically yeah. target like Comedy we, Central? We and... pitched the town. There you go. Uh, there you go. Yeah, we went to Comedy Central. Went to IFC. Yeah. Um, I, I think AMC. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a so t- no, none of the yeah. major networks. No, no, yeah, none of the major networks. And uh, yeah, IFC passed, and then uh, Comedy Central said they wanted to do a pilot, and yeah. then uh, yeah, and like everyone at Comedy Central has been incredible. That, you know, that was another thing where it's like you know they're like, what do you, what do you want to do? And we're like, it's like this is how the show has to be. It's like it can't. You know, it can't be anywhere else. It has to be in you know because the comic store is kind of a character in it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's well, no. The beauty of it is Comedy Central. Also, they they uh, like I, whenever we pitch them stuff, they what they want is for you. I feel like to bring together some sort of like comic community. Like yeah. it's you know that's I think that's part of the allure of Midnight, and it's probably the, yeah. the allure of you guys is that. Whenever we pitch a show, it was like, okay, do you have ways to bring in all these other comics? And you're like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But that's what I feel like they want that kind of like Community. amalgamation of comic talent yeah. together. And I, and think, I think that's a really cool idea because, because they're so on the ground floor for all these, like, all these you know, kids, these yeah. like, guys and girls that are 
you know, chances are a good handful of them are going to become comedy superstars eventually. Yeah. But they're there. They're there in the on the ground floor, and so they. I think it's cool of them to just start. You know, they have a good resource. Yeah. It's, it's like they're, they're their own casting agency in that way, where yeah. they they they're like, you know, you can pull this person from this scene and this guy and this. I think yeah. it's. I think it's, that's how I've pitched shows there too. It's I said like this show always has the uh, rotating ability to have all these different types of comedic yeah. people in them. Yeah, and that's what, that's a good thing about your show. I mean, they, to me, the the allure also of your show is to see those guys hanging out in the back, in the green room, yeah. and yeah. it's you know. Just an eclectic group. It's like, uh, hey, there's Jim Gaffigan and, and Tom Lennon and whoever you know, yeah, all Reggie these guys Watts sitting together. Pan, yeah. yeah, and yeah, uh, it's really neat. Which I think is great. And then there, and then the thing is also like, I see people on there that I don't know who they are, and I'm like, holy fuck, who's that guy? Like, uh, I was watching. You got to watch this. No, I, I know who Rose Girl yeah. was. Uh, you got to watch this thing. You'd fucking love it. The dude who did Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, James Adomian. Oh my oh, man. god, that He's was like, one of the yeah. funniest things I've ever. And that's like, it was so unique. And yeah. I'm like, what's going on here? You know, and yeah. it was like you watch the stand-up comics, and they, you know, some of it is very traditional. And then this guy, it's uh, this guy. He he dresses up as the sheriff of Nottingham, uh-huh. like foppish, the wig and the sword. Well, specifically and, yeah. the uh, the version from Prince of Thieves. Okay. So even <laughs> okay, the voice okay. is uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's very yeah. Yeah, you know, what's the guy Papa? Uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a, I'm not yeah. just a caricature of a gay villain. Yeah. You know. And he in the clip I saw, he's in the audience. Yeah. And he yells out in the middle while you're on stage as like a plant almost, and then he comes out and does start do, starts doing bits. As yeah, basically Sheriff he's, of he's looking for. He's like, I'm looking for Robin of Loxley. Yeah. Is it, and then he goes to like a chubby guy. Before. He's like, What about you, Friar Duck? And then he gives him a blowjob. Yeah. No one can resist an yeah. evil blowjob. Yeah. Oh, it was. So, and that I, must be because I was wondering. I was like, Why do you think I would like? I'm not a big Robin Hood official. Oh no, you, I, I think you'd appreciate. No, no, no. I, I think you'd appreciate the comedy. The it was. It was such a wonderful uh, comic. Moment, Jonah. I suck the dick of everybody in our that's audience thing. and that's every show. That's, that's sucking it. That's a different podcast. We're that's sucking it. it. Yeah. Get, it, get oh, it right. Yeah, get you're it right. right. Yeah. But the beauty is, I didn't know who that guy was. And like, yeah. I feel like you, if, like I watch a show, I know who everyone is. I know yeah. from whatever. I know that guy from that guy and whatever. I don't who I don't know who wow, that guy is. Really? Who's yeah. that guy? He's uh, he's been just in the scene for a while. He moved to New York a couple years back, but yeah. you know, he's just been. I didn't know the guy. Yeah. He's Should been, I? Should I have known him? Yeah. Okay, but um, no, but now you know. Well, I watch me so fucking. Fun. I was like, you oh my see, god! He does like a, he does a, like an awesome Jesse Ventura character. He okay. does uh, like he's a very very good at characters, and he also does a very good stand up. Yeah, he's just uh, he's amazing, very smart. You, uh, you okay, have so to he, watch. So he this, doesn't but... always do Sheriff of Nottingham. No, no, he That's does. All it, was a routine, of... it was a routine. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was, so it was like funny. a sketch. It was like a, uh, it was a character. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a bit. It's a bit. It's a bit. It's a, Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. What's this character working? But I like that. was a different guy. You know, and it was a little out of the. Norm of what you have people on stage, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and even like uh, there's the great. you know Paul Shear and Rob Hubel, uh, yeah. that like that bit where it's like you know they come from the audience and there's yeah this, we wanted to really have it be chaotic like that and there's a yeah a, Michael Ian Black he had people come out of the yeah stage yeah exactly and, and then uh, also same with um you know uh, Moshe Kasher's uh, uh, right, the, bit where the, you had Brent Weinbach in the, the crowd French uh, yeah, you clown look like, like a French clown right <laughs> uh, and then, but then it turns into basically a reenactment of the movie Never Ending Story it's just you yeah, know right. we can we can do that stuff and it's it's uh it's it's nice. Well, it's that, yeah. It reminds me of like, you know, the very first season of SNL when you'd see like the early, early episodes. Yeah, you see a stand-up. There'd be some stand-ups. You know, you'd have, uh, it was like, who was the guy from uh, Night Court? Harry Anderson? Harry yeah, Anderson, doing, doing magic. Prop comedy, or no, it was Magic. Magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Magic, yeah. The, uh, the, Joel Hodgson? 
Which one was Joel Hodgson? He, he was, was the prop uh, comic. He okay, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mystery theater, mystery, mystery science theater, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, and the musical guests would always be in on some of the sketches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Galaga. Yeah. <laughs> well, but those were like those to me were the best episodes. That was when yeah. it was like a variety show. Well, that was it. Wasn't cool. even Saturday Night Live then, right? It was no, a, it was Saturday Night Live, but it was like the first four episodes they did all that stuff. And Steve yeah. Martin was one of those guys. Steve yeah. Martin, uh, Belzer, yeah, yeah. Belzer would do a set. The Muppets, the Muppets. The yeah, Muppets. there was a uh, Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, uh, oh shit, what's his name? Uh, Mondo Mike. Um, he was one of the writers. Yeah, of the, O'Donohue. Uh, Mike, Michael O'Donohue. O'Donohue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, incredible yeah. Like, writer. Um, but uh, he he was in charge of all the Muppets thing. And it yeah. was like the only reason the Muppets were on it was because of Bernie Brillstein. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was like, uh, he was, like Bernie Brillstein had the Muppets because he had Henson. And right. then he had uh, SNL because he had, you know, Lauren Michaels. Right and he was just there. like, put them together. Yeah. And, um, and so Michael O'Donohue was in charge of it. And so he had a, at his desk a. Uh, a Kermit the Frog, uh, like you know, stuffed animal, yeah. uh, but like with a noose around his neck, hanging because he was like he yeah. was the one in charge and he hated it. <laughs> He's like, "What are we fucking? You gotta do kid shit." <laughs> you ever see his uh, his Mondo Mike's uh, video massacre or whatever? Uh-uh. Uh, like, I feel like I have. Yeah, it was like a collection of like all the weird sketches that he couldn't get onto SNL, and so it was like it's like Dan Aykroyd and you know Laurie Newman and all these people are on it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's like it's like one of them is just about a sketch about the Jack Lord. It's uh-huh. a, it's like it's, it's like all these people have this like Jack Lord from Hawaii Five O hair. Like praise the Jack Lord. Yeah, but I love that shit. I mean, that's yeah, the, yeah. No, that that's great shit. When you don't know what to expect, when the one thing you can't expect is that it's there is no consistency. It's going to be whatever the fuck is yeah. happening. That but that's night. what yeah, I, yeah. that's what I liked about that. That guy coming out of the audience in that outfit. Just, yeah, that's what we didn't want it to get formulaic. Yeah, which because is, I mean, yeah. at the same time, I mean, you have, you know, great, you know, Mark Maron and Jim Gaffigan and yeah. Dave Keckner and all these guys, and, and it's nice to see a mixture of yeah. the different people. But then we got, you know, we, uh, like next week's episode, we have uh, Weird Al doing uh, Dare, oh, really? to be, Dare to Be Stupid with a string quartet. Okay, that's uh, great. You know, we have like Tom Wilson is in an episode. You know, Biff. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. He's in an episode doing a song. Nice. Uh, it, like you know, there's. And we, did you shoot them as contained episodes, or did you just shoot for like three nights and then and you're putting the pieces? No, together? no, it's like we we booked the shows like we would normally, but we did okay. two every Wednesday for four weeks. Okay, yeah. so you shot eight and and uh, okay, and then those are the contained. Each one's a contained. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah. Okay. And like some of the you know, but because there was you know the the backstage bits kind of go back and forth because they were all there. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's the thing. It's like you know you get. It's funny because like someone would be like, I saw fucking Gavkin hanging out in the backstage, but he's not on the episode. What's wrong with you guys? You cut him out? Like, no, he was he's on another episode. Shot two insane. Like, go fuck yourself. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand how it works. Will you guys do a second season? We don't know yet. Okay. Yeah, I gotta imagine we'll find out. In I the mean, they gotta order. I mean, you know, it's, it's probably you know, it can't be a super expensive show for and them. I think, and... I think it's doing well numbers wise in yeah. that in the, in the quadrant demo target. <laughs> yeah. Uh, angry angry <laughs> young men. I guess it's doing sure. well for angry sure, young men. Sure. 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 That's a good demographic. Thirty five angry yeah. men. That's yeah, their yeah. bread and butter, though. By the way, it really is. Yeah. Someone, some guy just did a whole thing. Like you know, to be on Comedy Central right now is a, a really cool feeling. Uh, not only just to you know have a show, yeah. but like the the caliber. I think it's um it's starting to rival. I think Channel Four in England, which is like come out with some of the most like a, like you know really progressive comedy sure, sure. shows. Yeah. In the, in like you know Channel Four has been killing it for a long time, but now if you really think about the stuff that Comedy Central is doing with Nathan for You, which is one of the funniest shows yeah, on TV, yeah. uh, you know Drunk History, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, you know at Midnight is like a very British style show. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and you know and also like the, the Amy Schumer thing, Amy and the, Schumer and show, and, Kroll, Key, Key and all Peele. those shows are just. Key Peele, I think is one of the best sketch shows yeah, of all time. Yeah. 
Um, workaholics workaholics is great you know it's it's like it's a there's a ton of good shows on it yeah like it used to be just it ain't just of, south park anymore it ain't just yeah exactly mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. daily show mm-hmm. 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 uh are you yeah. still doing the po- so you do the nurse podcast still, i do right? nurse podcast still uh how often do you guys record you do like 20 episodes a week or whatever you know it's weird uh, it's uh <laughs> It's like it's when we can fit it in through Chris's schedule, right? You know, but you're so. a busy guy now too. I'm a busy guy, you're busy fella now. Yeah, I got my. Thing, do you go to right? Comic Con? I do go to Comic Con. I do. I, I like it. It's a. I like a spectacle for yeah. sure. But oh, you know, I'm not. Spectacle. Yeah, I'm not like. A, you know, it's a. It's so weird because I like that stuff and I like going, but it's it's one of those things where like, oh, I like this comic book, and you're like, oh, do yeah. you like this comic book? This comic? I was like, no, and I, Just I like that one. comic book. Yeah. yeah. Do you like Archie? No. No, 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 I hear I, I, with those gay characters. I can't get behind that. And story. aren't they going to kill somebody? Isn't, I think they already did. Did Archie die? They're still writing Archie. Well, no, no, no. But that, it was a big deal recently. Like somebody who Archie died. Archie, Archie died. Veronica's honor. Oh, no, no, no he, defending. He was defending the gay kid. A gay guy. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I got to revisit Archie. I, mean, I know, this but is this, something that this is a big heard. deal. This is a big deal that happened. I would say within the last two or three months. Well, like three years ago is when they introduced the uh, uh, Riverdale had its first gay okay. you know, ah, like citizen. Ah. Yeah, and then I guess it's been just kind of. And then he picked Betty over Veronica or something like that. Archie mm. did. Yeah, he, fu- he picked the good girl. I, I can't remember. There was all these things they kept on going. Like they kept on messing with it. They should be honest about it, and just, like he picks the good girl, but it turns out she's actually the bad girl. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like definitely. she shaved. She has shaved muff. Definitely. Well, both of those girls, both of those girls definitely shaved. How dare you? They, what? That's America's boy. Yeah, that's when everyone turns this thing off. Yeah, Veronica. Yeah. Well, it's when Archie starts shaving his dick is when mm, shit. That's goes. a different animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a different. Because that is the trend. And Jughead. <laughs> Jughead. Oh, he definitely shaved his muff. I'll try it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Do you travel uh, for comedy? Do you hit the road? I or try you not guy? to. I try. You, you don't to. want to. No, I don't want to. I, yeah. I, I like um, I like traveling for leisure. I don't like sure, that. I don't like, sure, sure. Yeah, I don't like. Uh, you know, there are people out in the world who like to laugh too. You know, dude, go to yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nebraska. Okay. But you could also dish. you could combine the two. You could go like San Tropez. They like comedy in San Tropez. <laughs> if you're a man of leisure. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, I do sometimes when I when I have to. I like yeah. I, I, I like my wife a lot. Sure, uh, she's a, she's a blast. I like sure. our dog and our cat. I like uh, I like having a. Like, you don't a like heading out life. there, right on the road. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Wait till you have kids. That's, That's why we do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you. It's every, your, it's your every man. once in a while, go for a weekend away. Yeah, yeah me and I. Yeah, and you get away from your kids. Yeah, then he becomes yeah. my wife. That's right. Yeah. We're not having kids though, so it's uh, okay. So you say it. that now. That's what everyone says. Everyone's like, uh, it's like, oh, you two, wait, wait, how old is she? That's what they everyone the same same questions. Everyone's yeah, like, yeah. wait, how old is she? Well, she's thirty two. Uh, you two, wait. You Lemmy's uh, wife wasn't gonna have kids at thirty two either, right? Lemmy, uh, she wasn't gonna have kids. In general, right until now she, they're popping them out until bro. she met me and fell in love. Okay. Well, and the uh, funny thing after the first one because we did na- accidentally did natural childbirth. Ah. We wanted the epidural, but like we missed the window. Oy. So she did naturally. It was like somebody was being fucking murdered in the room. She was uh, screaming. She was oops. Like, she was like never again. Oops. Never again. Yeah. The second one we just had four months ago, and we got the epidural successfully and and she literally she was doing stand-up comedy in, uh, in at nine centimeters dilated she's like a nurse came in put her hand in her vagina she's like anybody else want to show their fingers in my <laughs> vagina who else and, and a nurse is like i will and she's like all right come on and nurse came and put her hands in her vagina mm-hmm. she's, wow. she's killing the room had the baby and she was like that was easy and then that night she was like fuck should we have a third kid Shit. <laughs> that night wow that, but now uh you know with the second one we're like fuck it two is great number nice. of kids. yeah okay. yeah in in the end really it is it you know it's it's her call 
It's uh, it is. It's really her you'll call. Do, you'll do what you need to do. Yeah, it's yeah. If, if that's a thing that'll make her happy. I'm here if you need me. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever. If yeah, if it'll make her happy and she wants one, uh, she gets one. If uh, <laughs> if she's a no-go, it's not my call to sure. say, well, no, you should get this thing for me. Sure. You know, yeah. go run these errands for me and have this kid. Go get this kid. <laughs> yeah. But you, then you'll want to go on the road. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, you know, Maybe. I don't, I don't say that in a cynical No, you way. don't want to, but... Like that Saturday night show or the Friday night show when yeah. you know you don't have to wake up for press or an airport and like or you, kids. you can sleep for 12 hours yeah. or something like that is a good night. <laughs> it is a good night. <laughs> it is a you good get night. Up. Yeah. But yeah, you guys could easily go on the road. I mean, you guys could drive. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll probably, yeah. We'll oh, actually, I heard the, uh, aren't the uh, Silicon Valley guys going on a tour? Yeah, they're doing, they're doing some touring stuff. So Kamel's uh, going. Why don't you go? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not Silicon Although, Valley. Well, from what I hear, that, from what I hear, it's going to be because I know you know Martin is not a stand, Martin Star is not a stand up, but yeah. he has a band. That's yeah. right. And he was saying that he's going to get to open up for the for the guys. That's a really cool idea. Which then to me, it's like that becomes really interesting. It's not just you know not to knock like the Sullivan and Sons tour or, or even the Workaholics tour, but it's yeah. like it becomes sure. more of a variety show. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean also because. Uh, uh, Middle Dish isn't really a stand-up either, so yeah. he would probably end up doing kind of improv stuff. Mime, anyway. Mimey stuff? Mimey stuff, yeah. yeah, maybe. yeah. Juggle yeah. me. Now, would you do... I- I'm assuming maybe that you... Do you uh, try to write scripts and develop stuff for, like, traditional sitcom-y type? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I it's it's weird. All all my ideas are, like, you know, bordering on mumblecore, so they're not really <laughs> us. Not really studio-friendly. You know, it's hot these days, Jonah, mumblecore. Yeah, it really is. You it can really get that is. going, bro. Yeah, yeah. I want to get that Duplass money. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... It's like, I, yeah, I... I, I pitch like shows like I'm like tr- trying to pitch like a record store because I worked at record stores for so much of my yeah. life Empire Record uh, yeah so basically I want like I want to do a show like basically that'll be like you know High Fidelity or Cheers kind of yeah. like yeah. in a record store uh, I worked at a record store where uh, HMV the HMV record store it was like I, I graduated from college or I, I left college in 91 <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even go and uh, oh good oh, for you, you go. and don't uh, have debt something in common yeah but that was the thing it's like I had long hair yeah and yeah. Uh, <laughs> My my dad was like, "All right, you have to start uh, start paying rent. If you want to live here, you have to uh, start paying rent and get a job." And that's a whole other fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah. adventure. <laughs> but like it was the Gap. I went to the Gap and I went to HMV, and the Gap offered me a job. They're like, "Yeah, we'll hire you." And HMV was like a, a British uh, chain, right? Or? Yeah, HMV okay. big. It was like Her a, Majesty's uh, voice. Voice is that what it is? Well, that's the you know the Her imi- Majesty's voice. Well, the huh. image of the of the dog listening to the gramophone. Yeah, that image. That's Her, Her Majesty's, Majesty's voice. voice. Right. That was his master's voice. Oh, his master's voice. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's See, it. Jonah, that's thank it. you, Jonah. No, but we're talking about it. Remember, I got it. Thank you, Jonah. I got it wrong and somebody on Twitter was like it's actually his uh, fuck you I guess. I, well, you know what I'm talking about but uh, yeah so so the Gap offered me a job and they were like but you have to cut your hair Ooh. oh fuck you and yeah. I was going to cut my hair right and then HMV called up because they found my application they're like here come on down I went down to apply for the job and literally it was just like the British manager was like uh, uh, what kind of music do you like and so I was like, I like everything, you know, like classic rock, like the Stones, the Beatles, that Zeppelin, like, you know, I like, uh, you know, hip hop, I like current stuff, like, I like 90, like 80s music, like Depeche Mode, literally just naming every band I could think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to get the job. Yeah. And then he was like, and, um, uh, but you, by any chance you don't play soccer, do you? <laughs> and I was like, I actually do. I played for a little while in college. Yeah. And he was, and he was like, uh, all right. We'll call you back. Wow. And, no, he's like, we'll, we'll call you. And so they, they gave me a job. Right. I to, think I to actually, play soccer with them. Yeah. He was to play soccer. Just need yeah. a buddy. Yeah. But uh, I love, the record store is fucking great. 
It's yeah. A, it's a great. It's just there's so many characters that come in and out of those places. Yeah. I worked at one in Venice Beach, and that was just, you know, it was real, just so many weird people that are just there just to hang out. It's like their yeah. place. Even like I was there, like sep- September 11, 2001 was a new release day. It was a Tuesday. And so you had people just coming in because that's just what they did on Tuesdays. Yeah. Right. But they were just like, hey, uh, fucking crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> How's that new Slayer? Because <laughs> <laughs> they clicked right back into their normal. Sure. I always, I always thought that was interesting about working in a record store. It was like, uh, I mean, first of all, now it's like it's such a distinct period of time for me because I identify it by the CDs. The, bi- stole, the big sellers, stole. not the not the ones I stole, yeah. <laughs> and I stole a I stole lot. Like, and I stole a lot. Five hundred CDs. I got fired from Amoeba for giving uh, my friends discounts. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is essentially stealing. I was told. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I was I was giving a major discount to myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they didn't catch me. That was I got I literally like five hundred CDs. Damn. But, but you a, would have a, I did a that routine. At, yeah. I had a routine though because yeah. it, it, HMV was on the same block as my parents' house where I was living, so I didn't even have to cross a street to get to work. Jesus. And so. Nobody else had that, and so what I would do, and, and I became the rock CD buyer pretty quickly. Yeah, and so I just go into the the storage room, and I would, you know, uh, put the CDs. I'd get the security tags off. I put the CDs in my belt. <laughs> yep, and I just walk out right past the security guard. I'm like, I'm gonna go get a pack of cigarettes. Anybody need anything from the newsstand? And they'd be like, Oh no, thanks, Steve. Oh, what a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, way to go, yeah. buddy. That's good people. And I just walk out. I'd walk right home, drop off the CDs, and walk right back. I'd be gone for three minutes. Five CDs gone. Sometimes I was doing like ten a day. Yeah, I uh, I was working at a place in uh, Hawaii, uh, Jellies, and I uh, I was in charge of like you know DK like you know if cases were busted like you know replacing the cases of the CDs right, and, putting yeah, the, right. and also putting like jewel the, uh, boxes. The, the returns, yeah, jewel boxes, the jewel boxes. And then also putting uh, putting the you know, the security, the plastic things on. Those. Yeah, the what little white sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, like the like the plastic. Remember those plastic? Oh, the big thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, that you need that weird key to. Yeah. So I was uh I was in charge of putting those in, but like as I'm you know so I'm just in this area just doing that the whole time. But like I'm in you know there's a, a block. So as I'm doing that, I would also like oh I want that CD, so I would take it out of the the jewel case and I'd right. get the you know the liner notes and. I would put it on the side, and I would keep on doing some more. And oh, that's another one I want. And I had them all on the side, and then I would put them in a bag. Then I would put them in the trash, and then I would take the trash out. <laughs> and, like, and I did this with like VHS uh, tapes too. And like I would take the trash and it would go beep 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 beep. And like I was like, oh, I'm stealing everything. I put it by the dumpster. Wouldn't it be funny if I? Was? Yeah, exactly. Just like way too obvious. Yeah. And then I, I would put it by the dumpster. And then when I got for work, I would go by the dumpster just with this huge bag full of VHS tapes yeah. and CDs. Now, here's the funny thing about that though, and I found this. With Lemmy, because he still like you know when I knew him, you know he still he had filled the walls of his apartment with like five hundred CDs, but there was shit that you take that you we, you never listened well, to like shit. No, <laughs> just because you could. Well, because like, did you? I mean, you. I'm no, sure but, you did the no. same thing. Yeah, I just well, it's almost like uh, you know, it's this pre-internet, so it's like you're like, I want to hear that. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to see what this is all about. But there's, it's also like you get collections. You know, like I'm a huge Stones fan. I'm like. All right, I took every Stone CD. There's like 25. Of I them. know, but that's I I I get that. What but I mean there is, random shit that you. Well, what I mean is, it's like eventually you, you do start like kind of running out, and you're like, <laughs> and then you move to like, all right, well, fuck it, like, let me listen to you know XTC and King Crimson. Yeah. I'll fucking take it, and you're like, that's not for me, right? You know, <laughs> right? And you're right. like, like classical music, or like for instance, mm-hmm. it's just shit like you wouldn't normally, but you hear it. It's playing in the store, and you're like. Oh man, that uh, Michael Bolton "Time, Love, and Tenderness." <laughs> I do like that song 
I'm gonna steal it. Right. I'm gonna steal it. <laughs> yeah, and you st- and you fucking like. But I remember it's like <laughs> box sets were were just starting to get big, and it's yeah. like a Bob Dylan. Uh, I think it's called Biography, or and the like the Led Zeppelin box set came yeah. out, and I'm like, I would handle the returns also. You know, it's like people for whatever reason they're returning it. They didn't like it. Yeah. It was a gift, and and it's like they're all open. I'm like, oh my god, the box set of Led Zeppelin. I'm fucking stealing this. <laughs> I'm stealing it. There's no, there's no question about it. You know, and so like. I actually found that those random CDs, like what I would do, I wouldn't be interested in them. Yeah. And then I would just stick them in my shelf. And then like when I'd be writing a script, I would take out all the CDs that I never gave a proper chance to. Didn't matter what they were. It could yeah. be jazz. It could be anything. It could yeah. be classical. And I'd put a stack and then I'd put it in my five carousel. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I would just and I would just fucking play it. In the background, I wouldn't even be listening to it. And there, like, there were certain bands that became my favorite band, like Blind Melon. Right. Underrated. Was a yeah. band. That first album, I didn't like it when I first heard it. And then after a while, I was like, I love every fucking song on this yeah. CD so right. goddamn much. That right. second album's really good, too. Second album is great. Yeah, and, yeah. And then, like, the the third album is actually has some good like outtakes and stuff like that. Oh, okay. There's some good... Was that a posthumous release? That it was. Twas. 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 Um. But yeah, I, but the uh, I, like I loved the regulars who would come into the the record store. Yeah, and I do remember. Okay, so I, I was saying like it's it is a benchmark. You know the uh, the stuff that you were selling. I don't know what you sold, but it's like I sold Seal. That's first Seal album. Was oh, one. I wow. moved I moved that on everybody. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Red right. Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Shit. Uh, you couldn't get away from me without buying that. One. <laughs> sure. REM out of time. That one sold it. But that was yeah. pre. You it probably wasn't. You, your your era was a little later. No, probably. no. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was. I was uh, like literally a decade later. So yeah, two yeah. thousand, yeah. two thousand one is when I was. Uh... You know what, Jonah? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, go on, uh, go on. Uh, anyway, well, you know they say I'm about sorry. The, the old guys hate the young guys. The, the old guy, uh, the young guys. Hate, go on. Can you remember what you're going to say, old man? <laughs> go on. Go on. I need my ginkgo below. He's <laughs> senile. If only I could remember. Yeah. Um, no, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it, it is weird. Like, because, like, you know, now it's been ten years since I worked at a store. Now I have to, like, you know, talk to these kids like that, fucking act like kids. they know something. I call them fetuses. Oh, don't tell me what to do, fetus. <laughs> yeah, fucking, I was in mosh pits when you were, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, me and my friend went to a show and we saw these like uh, these kids uh, stage diving feet first and like my friend's like, "What? That's so dangerous! They're doing it wrong. They're yeah. supposed to go head for your body out." And I was like, "It's like no, that means they're doing it right. Yeah. If it upsets you, that's right. Yeah, you're the guy. You're in your mid thirties. Yeah. You're not supposed you, you to like old fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You're gonna get hurt. You're gonna break your neck. Yeah. What uh, shit yeah. were you stealing at the front of the record store? Uh, shit. I mean, it's like you know, I was, uh, I was stealing Rocket from the Crypt. Uh, stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think. I, you know, VHS tapes. VHS tapes. I got really into just like and like, I like a, a lot of ironic VHS grabs. Mm. You know? Sure, sure. Just like, wouldn't it be funny if I owned Clean Slate with Dana Carvey? <laughs> it's like I don't. I seen the movie once, which is like, do ah, you have any know. of that shit still? I have a couple. Like I have a box I, somewhere. I've, I've held on to a, some that like will just never go. Like a I, the movie Rad. Okay, I've held on. Is that, that a bike? A bike? Yeah, movie? the BMX movie. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's a great movie, yeah. but it never came out on DVD. Never came out on Blu-ray. It's out of print. Oh, it's really? The VHS is worth like two hundred bucks. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a business decision. Yeah, yeah, that's a real. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but also the movie North Shore. Is, I love uh, North Shore. I love North Shore. I love no the Hooies. Uh, the Hooies and and Nia Peoples. Nia Peoples. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who was like cast like almost when they were like almost done with the movie? Oh, is that right? Yeah, they had an actual local girl as the uh, as the girl, and like she was just like real bad. Okay. And so they recast her with a, like just a latino girl and then there was the guy who played subutai in conan 
He, Jerry, uh, he's oh, a famous uh, surfer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry Garcia. Jerry, no. no. <laughs> I was going to give it to you. I was like, Jerry yeah, Garcia. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Good. Uh, Jerry Lopez. Jerry Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I love that movie. And like, I'm from Hawaii, and that's like the most honest depiction of Hawaii out of any other movie. That and the opening of The Descendants. That's the closest anyone's ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. But I loved it because Funky Town was the big song off of North Shore. And it had the, the... Funky Town? Yeah. Do, 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 do. I don't think yeah I, no it was a uh, it was like the not I have the tiger but it was like uh, the feel of it was uh, something from Survivor mm, I don't know I think you're wrong though okay we're gonna we're gonna go head to head on this but that yeah. but like also <laughs> <laughs> I you know it's like I love it I actually found here's another uh, the Gregory Harrison character the one who makes the surfboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, Chandler. He, he teaches. He teaches uh, the kid how soul surfing about the waves. Yeah, soul surfing. Okay, about that. Not all that hot dogging around, yeah. tearing up the waves. Not how the ancient Hawaiians yeah. did it, friend. It's I like, think I just watched the remake of that with Gerard Butler. What was that? What was the one that just came oh, out? Mavericks. Oh, yeah. Mavericks. Oh, yeah. Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. I just watched it, that. Yeah, you should watch. It's, That's it's, a different movie, right? It's North, a fun movie. <laughs> North Shore is great, and actually, like, it it holds up. Yeah. For, like, if North Shore is on, it's it's amazingly like it's not one of my favorite movies of all time. No. But if it's on. I'll fucking watch it. Yeah. No, I haven't. It's always on the DVR for me. Uh, it's always just... Oh, really? There. Yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's a fun party movie. It's like if everyone's just kind of hanging out, it's a fun sure. movie to put on. But it's childhood memories, though, for you. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's also like, you know, if, if if Rad was on, I'd put on Rad. Or, you know, yeah. if uh, uh, Gleaming the Cube was on, I'd put on that. <laughs> you know? But that guy, the guy, uh, Matt, is what's his name in real life? Matt... Uh... Eyes... From he, what? From North Shore, the lead actor. Okay. Yeah, but he's Shore. in a ton of stuff, right? Well, he's you know he's one of George Clooney's best friends. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's another dude in that movie who also was in Point Break, because surfers. He yeah, was a, a surfer, who the turtle? Is it turtle? It's it's the it, no, it's the dude who he befriends, the guy who's who like takes him under his wing. Who at first he doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah, Turtle. That's Turtle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Nobody Turtle. Nobody listens to Turtle. Nobody listens to Turtle. Because <laughs> he's the other guy who's so working I in the So I clearly know shop. more about this movie, and you're still saying that you're... You're still... That I'm wrong Town? about Funky Town? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, That's yeah. my fake laugh. Let's. Uh, Katie, <laughs> Katie, can you look up the soundtrack for uh, yeah, for the North easily Shore? accessible soundtrack for that eighties? Oh, it was a huge hit. Huge hit. Yeah, it was a huge seller. But it was like that guy who was um, he was in the guy who was a photographer, and he was in I think Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Um, but like, it's like he has, there's like, there's so much homoeroticism in that movie. It's great. Cause it's like, there's this thing where he's like, um, taking a picture of the kid who's like just starting to serve and he's just like, yes. Yeah. And he's like throwing off his, his billowy hat. And, yeah. like, and, just, and there's like this one guy who's, um, in the, uh, like he's in a hot tub and like he calls to his friend. He's like, Hey Alice, get in the hot tub with us. There's like so many moments like that. Do you know who that guy is? It's an Australian surfer, right? That Australian guy also is in, uh, the air jaws. Uh, documentaries. Oh, really? Like he's he's the guy who goes after the the Air Jaws. Oh, wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Randomly, what do you got? So Funky Town is on oh. the soundtrack. What? Jonah Ray, shut your fucking mouth! Where is it? Where does it say that? You prove it to me, Katie Levine. Funky Town. Yeah. In Maybe fact, Holy shit, yeah. Jonah. He just took you. Sorry, Jonah. And raped you. But I know that movie better nature than the, you. Nature of the Beast is the one I'm thinking about. Oh, that's probably in the training montage, right? Nature- yeah, no, I think it's in that uh, the, the the photograph one when he was hot-dogging all around. Yeah, when yeah. He, when he finally got real good. Yeah. Th- this was the one that- Oh, like- yeah. I am the one. Yeah, I, That's the montage of the- I am the one. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember montage music. I just remember the one from like- 
when he's going through the fucking wave in the tube, in the curl, that's what they're playing. Do, 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 do. Funky Town? Serving the Funky Town? Talk about it. Talk about it. How does that not ring a bell? Well, Jonah, because clearly you need to watch that movie one more time. You guys should watch it together. I would. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's you know Jeff Davis? Do you know him? He does a lot of the Who's Line stuff. Okay. Really funny guy. But he he saw, him and his brother were so into that movie, like when it came out, like on VHS, and they watched it like a bunch of times. And then he's like, I haven't seen that movie in over 20 years. And then uh, I was like, well, come over. We'll you know, set up the TV in the backyard and watch it. And he remembered every single fucking line. Oh, really? It was the weirdest thing. I was like, when was the last time you saw these all? I must have been like 13. Yeah, but that's the thing where you watch like 20 times yeah. at that age. You know it. Oh, yeah. It's so You crazy. know that shit. Um, in the record store, what uh, like did you have any celebrities that came in there? That... Uh, yeah. Uh, Lori Petty was a regular. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Speaking, of, surf Speaking of Point yeah, Break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point Break. Yeah. Uh, I got to move her car once. <laughs> Um, okay. I remember one time she came in asking for a, a Michelle Indeguilio cello uh, CD. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And then like, uh, we're like, oh, I don't think we have it. She's like, ah, just get Madge to get it for me. Madonna. Because oh. Oh, yeah, it was on nice. Maverick Records. Yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, so she would come in. A um, uh, dude from um, uh, fucking... I'm on a Mexican radio. What's the band? Uh, uh, Los Lobos. No, 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 Mexican radio. Wall of Voodoo. Uh, Wall of Voodoo. That yeah. dude would come in. Um, Ray Manzarek came in a couple times. Okay. okay. Very yeah. nice. Right. Um, and then... Um, Did he ever look through his own music? He didn't. He, really uh, he would always check the... Uh, Make sure you had some? He, was che- he would check the bootleg stuff. Oh, okay. Because okay. uh, and like not to get us in trouble because he knows that he knows that's the nature of having a sh- you know record yeah. store on the beach. You need to get yeah. have the bootleg. That was always a weird guy too, the bootleg guy. He was just a like the last traveling salesman, man. Like and he uh, would walk in there with just a shitload of bootlegs. Just, he just something? come in with his you know thing out of his car, and he's like he's like I got some good stuff. And you know he has uh, in his car is also you see in the back seat the duplicator, yeah, and Holy all shit. the paperwork and all like that's the, a different era, like, yeah. Man. And uh, he would just and he would just he's like, man, I just got in from San Antonio. It's just like with a traveling salesman. Yeah. That's unbelievable. It's like I met up with this girl, man, and then like you know, it turns out that she was married. This is uh, <laughs> and I'm like, where are you off to next? He's like, I'm packing it up and going up to San Fran for a bit. <laughs> like it just like real traveling. That salesman. guy's in your script, man. Yeah, that yeah, that guy is definitely script. in there. Yeah, um, we had the imports guy. Like, oh uh, yeah, they would come with with the CDs that were imports. You couldn't get them in the states. Oh, and a lot of the time it was just it was the album that was in the states, but with like three bonus tracks. Yeah, and cooler packaging usually, like Japanese imports and British the imports. Japanese was, yeah. imports, yeah. Yeah, um, there was a uh, oh shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, there were the, there were the reps that would come through, and they would give you the free the demos. Yeah, well, we had because it was Venice Beach where this record store was, so there's a ton of people that would just like, here's all the free promos I got. There was a thing that, you know, because it was in 2001, 2002, and three that, you know, the the industry got so bad for being a mom and pop record store, you know, uh, because. Because places like HMV, by the way. No, you know, it was actually the downloading. Like, people would come in and go, it's like, hey, what are you. Uh, what came out this week? I mean, this, this, and this. This is really good. And he's like, okay, cool. I just want to know what to download. Right. And it's just yeah. so, you know, or people would just, uh, oh, just like, uh, oh, I think my friend bought it. I'll just rip it from him. Like yeah. saying that to our faces yeah. while like <laughs> right. my, my right. boss is trying to feed his kid. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, this thing started happening where Target and Best Buy were able to sell new releases for nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we couldn't buy them for less from our distributor, less than twelve dollars. Oh wow! And so that that was the whole thing. All those big box stores they they lose on CDs. 
It's like yeah. a, it's a, but it's all about getting people into the store. That's why they do that. Ah. Sure. And so they're not, they don't make any they, money off of that. That's why stuff. they can do it. Yeah, exactly. But I'm right. sure there's also a situation where, you know, they're buying in such bulk that they can get a deal. It's true, but it is like, it's like they're, it's not, it's, it's like, you know, the manufacturer or the people who are selling it to people, like, yeah. you know, that's the base price. And so we would have to go on Tuesdays early morning and like some of us would go to Target, some of us would go to Best Buy and we'd buy our new releases from those guys. Oh, wow. And, but, you know, but that's also, that's, you know, trickling down. It's like it's fucking up our distributor now. Now they're yeah. not selling as many. Yeah. Other. It's but like you're it was, buying a shitload of other stuff when you go to Target. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. That that's how they got me in there. Get that Morona <laughs> shirt. Yeah. Jonah, why are Target? Can you get some paper towels for the, uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, that's what happened when I went and got my new iPhone the other day. Is oh. I was telling you this, they were like, you know, you're eligible for three free tablets. Right, but they're not free. And so I was like, okay, how much a month? They're like, each one, $10 a month for the service. I'm like, okay, $360. Okay. And then they're like, do you want a case for each of these things? I was like, well, yeah, one's going to be for my kid. Let me get a, like a bulletproof case for that. <laughs> and then I was like, I should get the keyboard case for mine, the one I'm going to use. I'm going to get sure. that. Anyway, car charger, 500 car chargers, $500 later. <laughs> I'm like, they fucking got me. They yeah, did. they did. Fucking they did. bastards. They're so, they bent you over. They yeah. did, and they put it right <laughs> in. Right. You got a new phone. You know, the new ones are going to come out really soon. Super soon. Yeah. But what happened is my old phone crapped out in the heat. So I hadn't, I had to get a new phone. What are you doing that your phone overheats? Um, I was, what it was, was that I was waiting for a call from my manager. Ooh, <laughs> Kevin, this is some Hollywood shit. And it's going to get more Hollywood. And I was in the pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with my three-year-old. Oh, yeah. That's okay. my entourage call. Every and time for, I hear Hollywood stories. Speaking I, of oh, turtle. Yeah. And turtle walked in. Yeah. Uh, but so my phone is in a black case, but like I couldn't. I had to keep the phone within arm's reach, so it was there upside down on the deck, just baking oh, and melting geez. in the sun. And the the manager calls, and right as he's about to give me a big piece of news, the phone turns off, and it says, like, overheated, uh, overheated, overheated temperature yeah. alert, whatever. Why don't you get your fucking manager to get you a new phone, huh? Well, because Verizon, I just went in and got the the, sure. the upgrade. It was okay. $100 to, yep. to go up to the 5S. Okay. As for like a the manager's got phones all over the place over there, bro. Dude, they have everything over at that place. <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable. Uh, where are we, Katie? Uh, Should we wrap it up then? Let's wrap this up. We talked. What else? We talked about everything we need to talk about. Do you have the show? Do you have anything show. else? Do you have any dates coming up that you want to talk about, or anything uh, that we should be announcing no, for you? No, I don't think so. Just uh, the TV Just show. Just watch the TV Wednesday show. Oh, I, you know, I got my my other podcast. Um, oh, oh, Jonah Radio. Jonah Radio. What, um, are you st- do you record that every week, or what's the deal? We try. Okay, we try. It's a it's a really. I I made the decision to you know have a podcast that I don't have to have to like. Put too much work into. Sure, it's on your. It's not like uh, the nerdist thing. Like you can just do your. Yeah, own thing. I just like it's you know it's, it's we get together we get wasted and we uh, we we uh, bands submit songs they uh, email them uh, links uh, to Jonah Radio okay. um, at Gmail and like I go through the songs I like and we play those songs and it's actually kind of a nice service to bands because. Oh, that's cool. You know, they um they end up like bands getting a hold of me. They're like, "Hey, we saw like our sales go up, or like people showed up at our show and said they heard us on the podcast." That's so, awesome. Yeah, so that's a, that's that's. But then feel. you get a fucking stack of them probably coming in, right? Or uh, I guess they don't do stacks anymore. No, there's people still try to send physical stack? stuff. I just yeah. like had a. There's probably some stuff here, huh? Yeah, but I prefer. I at first like when I first announced the podcast, I was like. I don't want the link. I want to fucking like oh, if you, you have all your vinyl or your CD, and then it just like got real overwhelming real fast. I was like, just send me the link. Just send me the link. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, 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 yeah. Because so it's Jonah Radio, you do and you do it 
is it it's about once a week, week. yeah okay. there's a new episode out today and then um and then I'm today also... tuesday or what thursday or thursday wednesday? Yeah, and it's yeah, just yeah. you sitting around getting fucked up listening to new music yeah with my friends and then my friend does a sound drop thing you guys should come on it's a lot of fun okay you okay. guys drink we made a movie called beer fest yes i know it's about drinking i wasn't sure if that was like making fun of beer <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's pro beer Pro beer, yeah, certainly pro it beer. Is. I'm really, I'm really digging what's happening in California right now as far as beer. You're craft beer guy. You craft beer guy. It's just like, is it even craft anymore? It's just like, it's, it's just what the, the you like scene a long, is. Longboard. Longboards are good. Yeah, well, yeah, the yeah, problem longboard. is though, every time I order a beer now, it's a, it's a different beer. Like I can't remember the names of all the beers. Yeah, now. yeah. Have you guys tried Pliny the Elder from Russian yes. River? Yes. Yeah. Oh boy. Yes. That's like another. That's like a whole new booze. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like you know, Golden Road, they're putting out some really good stuff. And do you ever go to the brewery? No. It's in like uh, North Outwater by, by Glendale, like right on the. I've been drinking train Golden trains. Road a lot lately. You should go to the brewery. It's a lot of fun. Golden it's great Road. for kids too. If you have kids, it's like there's a ton of stuff for kids to do. And train the commuter trains go by, mm-hmm. so kids get a kick out of that. And what's like on the label? Is like a dude just pissing in the middle of the street? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should be. That should be. That's what it, it should, is ne- should be. It is near the LA River, so yeah, yeah it's pretty Golden much Road. Or either Golden Road. Golden yeah. Road. Yeah. Um, all right. The Meltdown. Jonah yes. Ray. Wednesday nights, 1230. Thank you so much for having Comedy me. Comedy Central. Uh, Thanks for coming here, man. Oh, you're, no, you're, of course. You do a lot of podcasts, so, you know. No, I actually, it's nice I, to get I you really, uh, really, I, I say no more than ever. Oh, you do? Days. Yeah. Okay. Oh, like, good. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Then that, I wanted to do this one for a while, though. An extra pleasure. So you're a hot get, is what you're saying. Oh, Very hot yeah. get. This is a limited edition appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Holy you didn't God. fuck around, man. Yeah. What if this is your last? I can make that happen. <laughs> Katie, get Hardwick on the line. <laughs> Oh, we're chewing now? Jonah Ray, everybody. Let's chew on the way out. Thanks, Jonah Ray. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Me. Of course. Thanks for having me. Now leaving Nerdist.com.